Welcome to another episode of Cinema Bonds, where the only thing sweeter than you, the listeners, are the movies that we cover. I'm Jonah Colazzo. My name is Hoover Ramirez. And we got a fucking great one for you today, man. Hit him. Tell him what what we got, brother. We're watching, we're reviewing Top Gun Maverick. Hell yeah, man. This fucking movie. Ugh, I got sweat marks under my breastuses from this one, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After after the uh, f- uh, <laughs> fi- uh, trash burn that was Firestarter and the kick in the nuts that was uh, Men, this is a great movie. <laughs> this is just a fucking palate cleanser like no other. This is a I fucking s- brewski and a hot dog of a palate cleanser, man. This is a murder right here. I said trash burn. It was uh, garbage fire. <laughs> a trash burn? <laughs> Uh, either way, it fit Firestarter anyways. It, fucking, uh, it was both of those things, motherfucker. It was but, both but, of those things. But, man, uh, Top Gun Maverick, uh, get in the zone, out of zone. Oh, man. <laughs> nah, the Such danger a, zone, man. Oh, the danger zone. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so similar, both songs. Uh, but, yeah, um, but we'll we'll eventually get to that. Uh, first, we like to jump into a segment we like to call "What's Viewed by Me and You." Who Great what solo. have you been watching? Great solo as always, Jonah. Um, for me, I don't know about you. I don't know if you want to tag team this. I don't know if you've seen them. Uh, for the first part of Stranger Things four is out, and Obi Wan first two episodes. Dude, dude, I've seen the first two episodes of Obi Wan. I have not mm-hmm. seen Stranger Things. I don't know what it is. I can't get into Stranger Things, but I think I'm going to try just because I know you're going to watch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say, dude, I was on you because I think after so many, like a big gap in between seasons, to uh, do obvious reasons, I think my brain said, don't watch Stranger Things, dude. Why, why are you going to get back into it? It's too late. It's done. It's over. Yeah. And I was with you, but I'm like, uh, well, I feel like how you felt. I felt like you were going to watch them, and I'm always the one not to watch things. So I'm like, no, I'm going to beat Jonah this time. I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched, like, the first maybe two or three episodes. For me, it's it, <laughs> probably, like, the most brutal I've seen Stranger Things. I'm, I'm going to say that. I mean, uh, go ahead. You know what? You watch it. You speak. Um, um. Obviously, I've I've already forgotten one and two, but they did get a quick recap of three, and I think three was also kind of brutal. But this one was just like, oh damn, um, and just I I was like <laughs> listening to the sound design. I could hear like the rubber uh, breaking and everything, like from the vegetables. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm talking <laughs> about? All like the when they the, sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like <laughs> like contorting uh, bones yeah. and everything. Um, and I will say so far it's been kind of fun and it's been more sad and kind of depressing, but hopefully it picks up. Wow. But I feel like every, every, every stranger things is kind of starts like that. There's always like, hold on my man. You're uh, breaking up a little bit. You're breaking I don't know. I feel bit. like they're all kind of depressing. 
Ah, oh, come on, man. Hold on, man. You you almost Hello? there. You almost there. We hear you, but we can't really see you. You frozen. In smoke in the air. Smoke in the air. There you go. There you go. You're back. You're back. Damn, did I lose you again? Shit, we might have to hit pause and, and do this one a different way. You there, Hoover? Oh, Jesus. Come on, Hello? man. This is what you got. This is what you got to plug in that dial up, man. <laughs> Hello? Yes, you're back. You're back. I can see you. Okay. Smoke in the air. Smoke in the air. <laughs> you can't move around too fast, man. Your internet can't catch you, man. You're like lightning. Yeah. I'm like the flash my, with my fat ass. Um, but either way, I, I, what I was pretty much saying, I think this is probably the most brutal I've seen it or mm-hmm. brutal sounding. I don't know. Um, and it, it's off to a great start, in my opinion. I'm wondering how where the things are going to go. Um, I did see ha- see this kind of half asleep, but I was awake. Like, I was awake, but I can't tell you what happened, but I know it was good. Yeah. I remember some parts, but yeah. Um, I will say they aged so much. And I, Aren't they only supposed all- to be, like, within the same two years, two or three years, and they're all, like, almost 24 or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it just it just looks so weird. I I didn't think of it at first, but then I'm like, wait, I think they're supposed to be like freshmen right now. They look like seniors. <laughs> uh, yeah. So other than that, but besides that, I think it's a good season so far. Uh, but I've only seen like the first two or three again. Um, for Obi One, mm. they have my interest, but there are some things that. Kind of are iffy on me with me. Okay, I don't know how you feel? You know what? I I think I'm sitting on the same. I'm sitting on the same burner as you, man. Mm. I, I I maybe it was because yesterday I watched them and I wasn't feeling all that great. You might still hear it. I'm a little little stuffy nosed. Um, but yeah, I wasn't really getting into it. I think I need a new watch of it all. There's there's a lot there that I'm really excited for. Like I mean. I don't really want to spoil a lot, but there was a lot of times where I was asking myself, what are they going to do with Obi-Wan stuck on Tatooine, you know, fucking voyeuring on a fucking child from far away? Like, like how much, you know, like how much can they really fucking do with that? And then they showed us and I was just like, you know what? Yes, I'm there for it. Did it feel like it was a little too much? Like they were really pizzazzing it a little bit. Um, there's a lot of actors in this, this one that I was very like, Whoa, I didn't know that that person was in here. Yes. What did they do with them now? Oh, they're just going to kind of leave them to the side. I guess we're going to have like that end episode where everyone comes back, you know, and and, like, we're all going to have a hoorah moment, but I don't know. It's never, it's, it's too early to say, even if that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will say again, like it has my interest. There's some things, yeah, like the I think we're talking about the same person that surprised me, and mm-hmm. it was a funny, brilliant scene or scenes. Um, and I don't know what's up. The only thing, <laughs> the biggest thing is, I don't know why Star Wars are making their chase scene so slow. I remember there's there, there's a lot. Of, there's a scene where they're chasing a child, and it's like. Just grab the fucker already. Like, come on. Like, I should be rooting for this child to leave, but the fucking just snatched this child the fuck up already. Uh, it, Yeah, it was, like, worse than Home Alone. Like, Home Alone at least has excuses. Like, they're going through traps and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but this one, I don't think there's any traps. It was just running no. through people. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's a under- lot of, it's a lot of the, the, it looks like they're going to get her, but they're just kind of throwing themselves. So there's really no excuse for why he couldn't catch her. You yeah. know, it, it's like, it's something like that. You know, it, it's always that kind of energy. It looks like uh, parents were just uh, chasing, you know, chasing their child. Oh, I'm going to get you. Uh, <laughs> but you, you want to, you know, uh, just long it up. So, you know, you have more fun. But it, it was just so funny. Like, I didn't feel the seriousness because I think that was a serious scene. I don't think it was really funny, made for laughs. Mm-hmm. But it just made me laugh the whole time, What uh, the whole way. So mm-hmm. I don't know what was up with that. And I don't know why they can't add speed to their chase. <laughs> Because the kid right. is the kid is running with a the, foot long leg, man. That's about it. Because the kid is running with a foot long of a leg. No, but I'm just saying because there's a scene in Book of Boba Fett where the Power Ranger carts, uh, oh, go, yeah. and then that scene was was kind of cool in my opinion, but it was it was slow as well. Yeah, I don't know if they just don't have budget for speed. I don't understand how. Um, how Star Wars technology has slowly de-evolved as time has come. I, <laughs> I expect it to, you know, evolve into something better, but it's like it always seems like it's de-evolving into uh, shittier weapons and stuff. But um, besides, huh? Go ahead. I was gonna say besides that, I saw two trailers. Oh yes. Uh, there. I don't know about your theater, but mine had a BJ Novak film. You know what? I've been seeing a lot about this BJ Novak trailer, and I haven't seen it. What is it about? Uh, so, so he dated a girl that, but she overdosed on opi- opiates. Oh, opiates! Wow. Okay. She just—I I don't know. She just overdosed, and then BJ Novak looks like a podcaster. That he's always looked like a podcaster, though. Yeah, and then <laughs> so, but um. The girl that died made it look like they were like more serious than they were. Mm-hmm. I, it looked uh, from BJ Novak's point of view, probably like a one night stand or something similar to that. But the family invites him over anyways, because they think it's something more serious. So it's like, oh, well, we got to invite him then. But then it turns, but BJ Novak stays though, because then I, know, I think it looks like the brother thinks that his sister was murdered, the one that died. Mm. And so he's like, well, He's like he doesn't really believe it, but he likes to. It looks like he's just interested more in the conspiracy theories of the town, or what or whatever. So okay, um, that's all I can remember. I but it looks it looks great. Um, yeah, I, I, I the only thing I've seen of it is is a is a still image of him. I think walking down like a pier, or, or he's walking down a bridge or something. And he's like talking on the phone, and yeah, he looks all like like kind of like like hipstery podcaster out. Uh, another one was the Mission Impossible trailer. Yes, I've seen that. Um, I just like that he's always running. Always running, man. Gotta be running. In any movie. Um, also, I did see, I think, a new trailer for Elvis. Oh, okay. And I only, I'm only mentioning this because uh, they added non-Elvis music. It sounded like more like, I don't know who was it, Cardi B maybe? It's I don't Doja know. Cat. Maybe Doja Cat. It's that one. It starts off with the what's it called, right? Like a like an in yeah. in movie, like you ain't nothing but a hound dog, and then Maybe. just someone picks up, right? And it's like it's like it, fucking some but, now music, right? Yeah, it just sounds poppy, and yeah, I think it is Doja Cat, because um, I'm trying to remember the voice, and I think it is Doja Cat's voice. Um, I'm 
And my thought was, why add non-Elvis music to an Elvis trailer? Because it's Baz Luhrmann, and that's what he likes to do. He he likes to balance the old with the new. It's his style. All right. Um, I was just confused because Elvis, probably one of the best musicians of all time, has a bunch of music that you could score them film with. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, know. I don't know about uh, this one either. I, I it. You know what? I could only guess that he's gonna do it right and like keep it fairly to a minimum because mm-hmm. it's dumb that you wouldn't just use Elvis music. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, honestly, I think the song's kind of dope. I think it kind of no, slaps it, hard. It, it is. No, I'm. I, if it wasn't an Elvis trailer, I'm like, oh, it is a bop. But then in an Elvis trailer, it just stood out to me, and so I don't know. <laughs> it just confused me, and I'm like, why? I don't think the song's bad, but I was just confused. And I thought you're an Elvis fan, so maybe you would have something to say about it. That's why I brought it up. You know what? Okay, yes. I, I, I do. I, I think it's kind of a dumb move to not use Elvis music in an Elvis song, in an Elvis movie. Maybe a song at the beginning of the movie credits, maybe a song at the end credits that it's a more modern song. Okay, that's fine. But it's Baz Luhrmann, and, and I have to, some. I sometimes take a step back and go, okay, show me what you're going to do first before I judge it right away. Because mm-hmm. I did read, I heard that, um, oh, Doja Cat did an amazing song for the movie, and I was like, what the fuck is Doja Cat doing in a in a fucking Elvis movie? Let's see how this goes, though. Like, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. And and the way sometimes Baz Luhrmann does his music, he if he's smart enough, he uses it to enhance the story. So it's not really a, here's a bunch of music in the movie. It's more of a here's music that's kind of picking up what you're, sh- what you should be feeling that he's kind of feeling, you know, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying like more like if you had, I don't know, Eminem in, in the Bohemian rap city, I like, it would just feel a little out of pocket. Well, I don't know. That's now that sounds like a dope. That, right. Combo. That kind of sounds cool. Like, you know, but it, it that at least makes more sense than Doja Cat and Elvis. I wouldn't never think I those mean, two. They kind of do though. Like I, mean, I would Doja say Cat's maybe like unforgiving kind of like I'm just gonna fucking hear. Here's a song about my cooch. Like it doesn't fucking matter. Take what you want from it, and and if that's else what it is, fuck themselves. And that's kind of how Elvis kind of lived at at one point. But if that's the case, I don't know. I would have said Cardi B. She's everywhere, probably. Maybe that's why. I don't know. But I but, mean, and then he also uh, balances out with who's a better rapper slash singer. Uh, or, maybe, or maybe uh, JT, Justin Timberlake, or Bruno Mars. I would maybe made more sense. I don't know. You don't know. Maybe they are in there. Uh, nah. <laughs> maybe it's just not Elvis. No Elvis music in the movie. <laughs> it's just a bunch of re- uh, more pop uh, music. You never know, man. <laughs> You never he did know. that for fucking Gatsby. Remember when I fucking so. Jay Z was all over that album? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I forgot. Fucking Hov. Hov. Yeah. Um but other than that, I just want um also quick I know I'm rambling here, but also uh I know I we did talk about it a little bit in another episode, I forget which one, but we talked about Bullet Train. Uh <coughs> yeah. I'm sorry about that. Uh, we talked about Bullet Train, and you thought Staying Alive just stayed, I think, ja- Japanese, but it does switch into Spanish when Bad Bunny comes back. Yes, you're right. 
Because I, I, I could have sworn that the song I thought starts in Japanese, but then I, I it is maybe I could swear that it, it sounds like it says uh, I knew King Kong was coming for me, and I was like that just sounds very racy, <laughs> and like that's what it sounds like when it when it when it starts off because it, it sounds like the the what is it. Uh, fuck, I can't remember the lines now. But yeah, I, I could have noticed that it also started in Spanish. And I think you did point that out to me once. Mm-hmm. But then, yes, you've confirmed it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it bothered me. Like, no, it doesn't. I'm like, yeah, it does. That's, why, <laughs> that's the only reason because it stayed in my mind. Um, also, I don't know if that's Japanese in the beginning. I'm assuming or in Korean. I don't know what it is, but it's in a different language. Then it turns into Spanish. Mm. I'm sorry if I it is not Japanese or Korean. I don't know. Uh, that is my guess. So, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but after that, that's all I've seen. Oh, oh, also that smile movie. I don't know if you've seen it, but I don't know. I, I there's not much to talk about because it's just people smiling, and that's the whole trailer. I have that's not, what I've seen. I've not seen that movie. Okay, then my 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 theater was just dope. Then <laughs> just you like, got a lot of fucking great trailers, man. I didn't get any kind of trailers like that. Oh, damn. What you get? Uh, I, the I, I don't think samurai I got, dog. No, I don't think I got any trailers. I think it just went straight in from like fucking uh, uh, from the 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 pre movie trailers and stuff like that. The the you know welcome to sc- uh, screen vision and and all that. I got that, and then it went straight into my movie. No fucking, they didn't fuck around, man. Are you sure you didn't? There was no go late Jonah. No, I swear to God, I was there fucking fifteen minutes before the movie started. Oh. I was there. Oh, I was I ready. I fucking didn't grab a soda or a hot dog, man. I just was like, yeah. I gotta get my seat, and I'm gonna fucking plant myself. And I'm so Anyways. glad I did too, because oh, I no, was yeah, sitting yeah. between two hefty men. Oh no, oh, and that no. would have been a move to try to squeeze me in between. <laughs> I'm so glad yeah. I got there first. <laughs> but um, other than that, I know I've been rambling, but I I, I don't I felt like there's talk about. I thought yeah yeah yeah. Um, we got the new things out of the way, some trailers out of the way. Uh, I don't know, Jonah. I, I know I took most of your time. I'm sorry about that. No worries. Uh, if anything, I'm going to just drop it down to two things. One, I watched. Uh, I did watch Kenobi, and you got my opinion on that. Um, I watched the Willow trailer that's Ooh, coming out on oh, Disney+. Yeah. Plus. I sent it uh-huh. to you, and I think like me and like 20 other people, 10 of them are actually in the show, are only excited for this movie or the show. I am so fucking apt. Like, I watched it, nearly started crying. I see Willow fucking um, uh, uh, Warwick Davis, man, just killing it in his old age. He's fucking, like, chilling with his wife. And I'm like, Kaya, like, I'm so fucking excited for this. And I'm like, no one else knows what the fuck I'm talking about, but I'm here for it. Um... I'm fucking ready for that that oh, show. To hopefully, come. it's good though. I hope it's good, man. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. sing its praise regardless if it's not. I'm hoping it's more like this movie that we're about to talk about, other than other stuff we've seen that kind of get rebooted or yeah, uh, sequelized. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm also pumped. I I just didn't say much because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, I, I love I love Willow. Don't get me wrong, I love Willow. Oh, you like you you see Willow? Oh yeah. I, I, I could have sworn that maybe you were just like, I don't know what Willow is, but fucking you and me, then nope. uh, we're going to be covering that shit. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. The other thing that I watched, um, I, I, I half watched. I, you know, you know, like I say, I'm a, I watched maybe about two thirds of it. Ambulance. Oh, you finally saw it? <laughs> or two thirds of it? I've seen two thirds of it. And you know what? It is a movie we weren't asking for, but God damn, do we really, do we, are we here for it though? It fucking works. 
Mm-hmm. It, it, him, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Yaya Abdul, man, they fucking work together. And it's fun to watch. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, it's just uh, popcorn flick through and through. Oh, yeah. Um, if anything, you might just want to dodge that second, like that last third. <laughs> really? <laughs> just, I don't know. Well, I don't know where you left off, but I feel in the end, it kind of just flatlines after all of the action. Really? Ah, oh, man. But I don't know. Sucks. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong though. Maybe I'm wrong. I think I just want to um, see the, what's going to happen between one of them. I know one of them has to like, one of them has to get caught, and the other one has to go free or something. There, there's always a there's, there's always a sour, happy ending kind of to to all of uh, Michael Bay's movies. There's always a sour, bitter, sweet ending, and I feel like that's going to be this one too. But I just want to see how it goes. I guess, yeah. Um, uh... I love all I mean, the references. You did your Transformers. Yeah, but at the same time, we also got the Transformers I think we wanted. As, as Not least. me. Okay, fine. But like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, fucking, like, something like, 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 um, ah, what is it called? The Bad Boys? No, not Bad Boys. Uh, um, uh, Armageddon. Oh, okay. Something like Armageddon, okay, yeah, yeah. you know, like. You I get, get you, yeah. You got the, the boyfriend comes home, but the dad stays. You know, spoiler for everybody. Spoiler. You know, fuck you though. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I love all the callbacks to all of his movies in the movie. <laughs> there was just so much. Like you know, The Rock. He's fucking quoting The Rock. He's quoting yeah. Bad Boys too. You know, he, fuck it. Give it to Michael Bay man for that one. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't. I, I would never think Ayaya and Gyllenhaal would have chemistry. They do. They do. They do. Maybe it's just because they they just work well with everybody. So put them together, you just and, got magic. And to be honest, I it looked cheesy, but I also wanted to check it out from the trailer. And I'm glad I checked that out because mm-hmm. it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah, that that is all I got for for what's viewed. You want to jump into some where, quick news? Yeah. Uh, where do you watch Ambulance? Though? I'm watching it on Peacock. There you go. Yeah. Peacock, man, finally coming in. Finally coming, <laughs> finally giving me something good to watch. Well, you got to make, uh, I would also recommend Bel Air, but that's a different story. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to make some time to catch Bel Air. Before your subscription ends. I think I might just keep right? it. Uh, it's I mean, not a it seven like day. It's five, not a, no, it's not. I, I'm, I'm paying for it, man. So I'm, I'm committed until I, I don't want it anymore. It's going to be the first thing I do cancel of all my... Uh, of all my subscriptions, but subscriptions. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm there for it though. Um, let's jump into some sad news and then we're going to, we're going to kick it into some weird news. Um, yeah. Let's start for a little sad news right here. Uh, fucking the great Ray Liotta has passed um, at 67. Uh, you might've known him, his work from fucking movies like Goodfellas, Sin City. Um, what other movies has he been in? Fuck, what other movies has he been in? John Q. John Q. He's fucking been in a lot. Um, fucking ice cream truck. Yeah, I you're gonna hear that one definitely. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no man, the the man has passed. Uh, apparently, he's passed in his sleep. Um, I I I I I don't. They haven't said anything, but I think it might have been drug related. Um, no official word. I think has been said on on how he's passed. Unless you see anything new on your end, if you're looking it up. Um, oh, me? Yeah, I, oh, I thought you might have been um, looking it up. I heard you click clacking on your computer. Oh, am I? 
Oopsies. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, no, um, I was looking. Oh, that's where I seen him last. Uh, the Many Saints of New York. New York. There you go. That's, I think, the last time I seen him in something, too. Yeah. Also, he was in Marriage Story. He be Halloween. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking what a movie. But yeah. That's Muppets Most Wanted. Yeah. Um, fuck, man. He, he, he. He himself was a little bit of a chameleon, man. Like, he kind of played a little bit of both ends. He wasn't just, like, a, a drama guy. He kind of played a little comedy. He played a little romancy, you know? For the most part, or his best parts were all, like, dramatic action. They're all dramatic, yeah. Um, fuck, man. He was a great. To be- and to believe, man, he was the youngest out of uh, in Goodfellas. He was the younger one. <laughs> From yeah. fucking Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. No, uh, and... Listen, if you don't know Ray, Ray Liotta or Goodfellas, I would go watch that now. Goodfellas is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's probably one of it is one of the best movies of all time. Uh, if you like mafia stories and everything, that is a movie for you. Um, it's up. I think it's up there with Godfather and like mob mafia movies, in my opinion. Oh yeah, you got Scarface, Godfather, Goodfellas. They're yeah, there you go. The Holy right Trinity. There. The Holy yep. Trinity of of gangster movies. Um, and American Gangster right underneath there. It's, it's like an offshoot. American uh, American yeah, yeah. Gangster, fucking um, Training Day. Those all kind of movies kind of fall along to the side with them. They're the yep. fruit of the of the strong apple of the, of the tree. Um, but yeah, no, he he has passed, and he's going to be missed. Um. Let's jump over to some some fun some little funner news funner news I don't know um, Jude better Law news. huh I, I would say better news I would say better news but I don't want to fucking Not, disrespect him Well you said funner news Jonah I know but I I, also <laughs> did, I, I panicked there for a minute I didn't want to disrespect the man's fucking uh, no yeah, yeah I get better you. news like he's no, the yeah. worst um let's let's get into some geeky news there you go. Jude Law, man, to star in John Watts' Star Wars series, Skeleton Crew. So I think we finally have gotten what John Watts is working on. He's working on a show called Skeleton Crew. Um, Which is funny because I thought, I thought he was going to take time off. That's what he told everybody. That's what he told everybody. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Okay. That's what he told everybody, man. He said, I'm gonna need, I need to time off. I yeah. can't do Fantastic Four. Goes right into Star Wars. This motherfucker. Um, but yes, he, he they have announced that Jude Law will be starring in um, John Watts' Star Wars. It's called Skeleton Crew. And I believe this is also that one that we reported on where uh, he's looking for, I think, younger... He's looking for younger... Um, Child stars to 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 be in the show. You good there? Yeah, um, on my end it's kind of breaking up, but I'm hearing you. You hearing me? You yeah. kind of went away for a bit, but I I still heard your voice. I can hear your. Oh computer. no, yeah, I can hear your computer if, click clack. If if he, if um if he, <laughs> I know it's just for this is this is just for Jonah. If you do see my screen go off, it's just to make the um, speed better. Got it. Got it. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm still here. Okay, <laughs> we haven't lost two yeah. yet. Um, second piece yeah. of Star Wars news: The Mandalorian season three is getting a February release in 2023. 
Um, damn. They pushed it a whole fucking year. We're not getting that in December, as usual. So what the fuck are they putting in December? Nothing. I f- nothing, I guess, yeah. I think you kind of just... It's Kenobi. And that's it. I think from Star Wars. Uh, Maybe. Well... Mm. I was gonna, I was gonna say maybe the Christmas special, but I think that's Guardians, right? That's Guardians. We yeah. got a lot of we got a lot of Marvel filling in the year, and I guess that's probably gonna hold us over. But usually yeah. around December, man, that's that that's that Mandalorian time. Yeah, I was gonna say it's. Uh, I feel I feel like Christmas has always been well. Recently, has been uh, Star Wars, mm-hmm. like with the movies and everything. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So I guess we're gonna have to wait still another year for to see where Mando goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it gives you time to catch up, at least. Uh, we got our first look at Harrison Ford in the new James Mangle Indiana Jones movie coming June 30th of 2023 as well. Um, just a little silhouette, a little backlighting of Indy walking across a, a rickety bridge, just like Indy would, man. He fucking looks, looks slim as fuck, man. If anything... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it wasn't even intentional. They took that picture. It was more like they were just walking through set, and someone's like, "That looks like a cool picture." Click, click, and just uh, <laughs> now they're just using for promotion. Picture doesn't say anything, but you know, you know, he was fucking complaining the entire time. He's just, "Oh, these fucking kids don't know what the fuck to do, man. These guys are assholes. Why are these? Why are these floors wooden? Damn it! <laughs> a man could break his ankle, man." <laughs> Are you trying to kill me? I've already almost died in the first second movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I'm fucking excited for this, man. In- Indiana Jones, man, it's it's. Uh, I don't know how, but you can't kill Indiana Jones movies, man. Everyone's gonna still show up and be excited for them. Yeah, even I remember after the fucking Crystal Skull bullshit. Even the um, I do remember Crystal Skull. Like everyone's like excited, like oh yeah, this is gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or even when they came out, I remember the news. Right? Oh, yeah, it was fantastic. Just seeing Indiana Jones back, it was it was really great. I'm like, all right, uh, sure, okay. Um, a little uh, a little character has gone into uh, into the public domain. Uh, Winnie the Pooh, that is. And uh, what does uh, Hollywood do with a open domain character? Turn him into a horror movie. That's right, man. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, the horror movie. Um, what the fuck is going on with this? It's going to be a retelling of the famous legend of Winnie the Pooh, but horror story. Well, TBH, most of, well, not, I don't think the original Winnie the Pooh, but I know, um, like Cinderella and all of those stories are more grim, uh, pun intended. The Brothers Grimm stories. But see, that's like, the thing. like, but uh, and so I'm like, this is not too far fetched. That was my point that I was trying to make. Uh, but it Winnie the Pooh is one of my childhood memories, so it kind of I don't know. I was high for it, but then after thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to see this. See, it, the thing is though, it is that Winnie the Pooh's like origin story is like the 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 writer uh, A. Cummings, I think, or A. Mir- Mills. I forget what his last name is. Um. He be, he kind of like famously bought Winnie the Pooh or a bear from like a circus that was in town, and then like he wrote it about his son Christopher Robin and this bear yeah. that he owned. Uh-huh. Um, and he like he wrote it like for the most part 
the original series of Winnie the Pooh, like the open hunt, the hundred acre woods and all that. That's all that Winnie the Pooh was is just like life lessons and friendship. So there is no dark version of Winnie the Pooh. No, I know that's not my point. My point is not it's too it's not too far fetched that a childhood story like this turns grim. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm it's just the excited. reverse of anything of everything else. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> They started off grim and they turned it into like, oh, this is kid friendly. <laughs> and now they're turning this kid friendly thing intentionally. And I know the, I know, I know it, it was for his son or about his son and, and everything. But now they're turning it grim. I don't know. I, I've always thought like maybe that, that's a cool idea to turn like a childhood thing into like a scary story or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I am up for it. But also, I don't know, man. It's just like turning my dad into a bad guy. You can't do it. <laughs> I don't know, man. We could we could only wait and see, man. That's what we can do. Um, I did see a spoiler. It. I did see a spoiler for what happens to Eeyore. There's a spoiler, supposedly. Wow. Yeah, we'll talk about that off off what's it called off air because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Because I'm fucking <laughs> right. excited. I'm actually kind of excited for it. I, I'm I'm down to see what they do. Yeah, I guess. Um. Other news. Uh, speaking of that uh, Elvis movie that you saw a trailer for, uh, Austin, Bust- Austin Butler, who's playing Elvis, says that he had to be rushed to the hospital after filming the Elvis biopic. Um, in recent interviews, the actor revealed that after filming finished, he was immediately rushed to the hospital and was diagnosed with a virus that, simu- that simulated um, appendicitis and spent a week in recovery bedridden. Sounds like the homie got uh, an STD and just was like, it's appendicitis. <laughs> it sounds like he got some kind of STD. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> he just got some. Why do you say that? Because he just, they make it sound, because he diagnosed with a virus that simulates appendicitis. So burning yeah. and pain. <laughs> sounds like he just got an STD. <laughs> uh-huh. Sounds like he got an STD, but. Well, if you put it that way, yeah, but I'm saying, because I just heard appendicitis, I didn't hear similar to appendicitis, but I guess it's uh, in sports, it's related, um, it's like Michael Jordan's flu game. They always say flu-like symptoms, they never say the flu. <laughs> like when someone's sick, they're like, flu-like symptoms. So so the flu? Did you knock on or something? I thought I heard a knock. Oh, that was me. That was oh. me. Oh, okay. I was like, who's knocking on my door? Um, that was gonna have to hit pause for a minute. Um, okay, so maybe maybe it was appendicitis. Mm. Maybe if that's not, if you're well, reading it that way and it they don't really say the actual thing, they say no, the uh, no, no, yeah, no. But it's like uh, that's the funny part because uh, Michael Jordan's famous for that flu game, but everyone's like flu like symptoms. And then Michael Jordan's known for like staying up all night, smoking cigars, and drinking, so everyone thinks he was just hungover. <laughs> So maybe you are right, but I'm saying in my mind, that's where my mind went when you said like appendicitis. Uh, uh, yeah, when they say like, I don't know what that means either. But yeah. when you do put it like, oh, burning and all that, I'm like, okay, yeah. But uh, to me, uh, looking at the trailer, maybe he, because he, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm not really an Elvis fan, but he looks like he, He's really trying for to look like Elvis, sound like Elvis, and doing all that. So I was, I thought the report was going to be like he's he has a broken back or something for carrying this film. Either that or man, he's probably let himself go a little bit in order to fill in some of the 
for that what? Vegas for that Vegas tour event of, of Elvis's life, man. Um, maybe he got a little too chub, man, and, and sent himself to the hospital under some bad weather. I don't know, maybe he had a bad uh, peanut butter and banana sandwich or something. Um, I don't know. I don't well, know well, well. We're gonna see what happens, man. See if that whole like appendicitis uh, virus was worth it for this movie, man. Um, last bit of news, and then we'll, we'll end it with this one. Tom Cruise, man, Tommy Boy himself, sneaks into theaters to see every single one of his movies. That's just that's just warm hearts. That just makes my heart warm. Oh, I thought I thought there was more. I thought no, there was more to it. that. That is all. It's not even really news. It's more of like just a fact. I just oh. I thought it was so childishly delightful. Uh, he sneaks into all of his movies in order to see uh, the premieres and and get the audience's uh, reaction. He likes getting into that. Well, yeah, I, I would want to see that too, man. I work by, I, I, I like especially Tom Cruise. He who works his butt off. You can say whatever you want about his like personal life and everything and what he's done, but you can't say that he doesn't give a shit about uh, making movies. Like he he gives a hundred ten percent. You know what? I, I this counts for also all of his movies, but I misread. He actually sneaks into every single movie. <laughs> Every single movie that comes out, man, he is that interested in the theater going experience, and that oh, has man. to include to all of his movies too. Uh, I would think so. Um, if that's the case, then then I even like him even more. Although I hope he's I hope he's paying for these movies and not just like sneaking in through the back door. I'm pretty sure he's paying for it. If he's thinking like if he's that true of a of a theater going experience person, I'm I'm pretty sure buying the ticket. Standing for concessions, I'm pretty sure all that's all that's part part of it for him. Well, yeah, I would say so too. But also, he's Tom Cruise; he can't do it like that. Maybe, man. Maybe he can. He just put a baseball or, you know cap what? on. How many people? That's what it says. He puts a he wears a baseball cap and goes incognito. I well, mean, you don't see, you don't see. You're missing out. You you give me miss information all the time, Jonah. First, you didn't mention that baseball cap. You didn't say all the movies, although you said you misread. I misread. But I'm saying, yeah, but you didn't mention the baseball cap, Jonah. You didn't let but me, either way. You didn't let me finish. I always let you finish. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I was going to say, maybe he does fit in. I mean, he is known for his shortness. He's only 5'7". That's yeah. taller than me. And he's uh, a lot shorter than what those movies make him look like. I was gonna. I forgot to say in the Top Gun review, and also in this movie, I do see the height difference now. I I don't know if just the glass shattered finally for me, but I do see how short he is now. <laughs> he, he for some reason they kind of cast everyone that is like six foot and above, and he's like the shortest one in, in the entire cast. There's I do a lot see of how they kind of cheat up. Did I lose you, Hoover? A little bit because sometimes they're kind of crouching a little bit. So, hello, oh Jesus. Okay, I got hello? you. I got you. I heard you talking about crouching. Okay. No, yeah, I see how sometimes I kind of crouch a little bit to talk to him, or like leaned on the table. Yeah, or, everyone's leaning on something. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> everyone's giving him the cool guy lean while he's standing straight up, man. Yeah. So they all look like they're eye level. Um, either way, uh, that's just some fun news for Tom Cruise. Yeah, man. I figure if anything, we could use that to springboard into Top Gun Maverick, because that is all the news I got. The danger zone. Let's get into the Ooh. danger zone, man. Um, let's talk about this fucking movie. As usual, we're gonna give our spoiler-free thoughts. That's all of ones where you can hear and not worry about anything getting ruined for you if you haven't seen the movie yet and you're still with us. 
But then we're going to give you that countdown, man. And that countdown means that we're jumping into spoilers and breaking everything down. Man, we are going to gut this pig and watch everything come falling out. Um, so please cover your ears or go watch the movie or stick around if you've seen it. So, you know, you can kind of party with us in the danger zone. But that's enough talking for me. Hoover, <laughs> give me all your non-spoiler thoughts. All right. So I've seen this movie three times. Thank you. Brother. Yeah. Um, that's my spoiler. <laughs> not spo- um, anyways, I went to go watch this three times. And all three times, it was so packed, I had to get a front seat pretty much. Um, yeah. And so, but I don't regret it. Because all three times I went Dolby and man with the recliner and there was loudspeakers. I'll just say, hey, the beginning of this movie, I'm not going to say anything spoiler, but in the beginning of this movie, I was in front. And as soon as they, I'll just say this, they left off. My seats, my seats started to rumble, my, my heart racing and the music hit perfection. Roll credits right there. That was just perfect. That was just perfect for me. Uh, for the rest of the movie, action-packed, fun-filled, uh, Tom Cruise galore mm-hmm. <laughs> here. Um, if you like Top Gun, you're going to love Top Gun, Maverick. I, I'll just say that. And if you don't like Tom Cruise, uh, and then I just found out a lot of people don't like Tom Cruise. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. They, I don't know. They just don't like his films or him in general. But if, he, if you're one of those people, I would say just probably just – just watch this movie. Maybe it'll change your mind about him. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and so I don't know for me, I love this film. I, there's, it's not perfect though, but for a popcorn film, especially in, I I think we all just kind of need this movie. Like just, uh, just relax, kick back and just watch something fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this is a movie um, like I said before, after Firestarter and Men, at least for us, because we had to review those movies, this movie is just so refreshing and so fun. Uh, I know I've said that a lot, but it, it is what it is. That's I'll, that's my non-spoiler. That's all I'll say. Um, and the cast is fun. And I think they all do what they're given to do mm-hmm. well. And Man, this is a fun movie. That's all I'm gonna say. Maybe you could give a better review. My 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 non spoilers just fun, 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 dude. Woo! Um, I'll I'll jump in here, man. I'll 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 take the flotation advice right now. <clears throat> um, it is not easy. It is not an easy task to reboot a franchise. I'll say that. Uh, many people have tried. Many people have failed. Some have tried and gotten very weak sauce reviews on it. Um, but Hollywood execs take a goddamn good look at this movie. This is how you reboot a franchise. It is or at least at least a it. sequel, a, a legacy sequel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say rebooting a franchise because I think Top Gun. I mean, yes, Top Gun is only one movie, but it still carries the weight of a franchise almost. Um, I would say, I personally would say, um, and especially a movie that whose original movie was some 30 plus years ago um come in 2026 2016 i no 2026 i think would have been it's 40 years of top gun the original um it it is no easy feat and and i think the director uh joseph uh how do you say his last name 
Kaczynski. Kaczynski. Um, the writing crew, uh, Tom Cruise himself, because I know that he's had, he's executive producer and he's in there, you know, pulling the strings as much as he is on screen. Um, and the overall cast, I, I think everybody, just what they did with this movie is no shy of a miracle because it, it is just, it is that good, I would say. Um, everybody carries their weight in this movie. Tom, Tom Cruise himself carries, he is the heart, soul, energy of this fucking movie. Um, I think if anybody else reaches his level, Miles Teller, man. Miles Teller kills it in this fucking movie. He gives some gravity into a movie that's trying to defy it every single chance it gets. Uh, yeah, there's a scene. I was going to say Miles Teller. Um, I was saving it for uh, spoilers, but I will just say this. Um, there's a scene in here where he's playing the piano, and uh, I could see why they wanted him for La La Land because I think the original was supposed to be Emma Watson and him. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, no, no. Cause it's like a musical thing, but then he plays a piano. I'm like, Whoa. See, okay. All right. I see something there. And so for me, I'm like, okay, I could see it now. I could see maybe why they were thinking him. Um, I, I think Ryan Gosling still was a choice to go with, but uh, I do see why they thought that. Um, I, um, <laughs> so yeah. And in miles teller, he was just fun. And I feel like I've never gotten fun from miles teller. I think he's he's always kind of only... a serious. He, he almost kind of is the asshole character in a lot of the fun movies. You know what? I take it back. The first time I ever saw Miles Teller, and I think this might have been his breakout role, Footloose, and he was really fun in that. He was in the revamp of Footloose. I didn't see that. I, I remember him from Divergent and plays the <laughs> asshole character. Four sick. Yeah, yeah, kind of plays a little bit of an asshole version of of. Uh, not even an asshole version. Yeah, a little bit of an asshole version of Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think if anything... Oh, and Whiplash. And Whiplash. Plays kind of an asshole character in that one, too, every now and then. Um, I think, if anything, Miles Teller has become this actor that has, I think, grown on me. Um, he, Like I said, I think I've only seen him in movies where like he kind of plays the asshole character, or he, he's kind of like the schlubby kind of guy that you're not really expecting to be like the best part of the movie, but he's there and he does his two, he gives his two cents and he, he makes it what he does. I think for him and La La Land, I think would have been a little too much for him. And I think Ryan Gosling gave us a better version. Um, but Miles Teller now, man, could do whatever the fuck he wants, man. He, with this movie and, and with, with, uh, the, the offer on, on Paramount plus they're showing two ranges of Miles Teller that, you know, we didn't expect we can get. We got party boy fucking abs over in fucking Maverick, and we got grounded fucking um, gravitas of, of an actor in, in, in the offer, I would say. And he does both of them fucking well. And it, it Maybe it doesn't help the fact that this movie is about three years technically old, and they've just been holding it because of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, uh, wise choice on Tom Cruise, though. I will applaud him for that. He... Everyone was probably pushing for uh, uh, streaming or anything like that. He's like, no, 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 no. We got to do this justice. It's in the contract. It's in the contract. You want me? This <laughs> motherfucker goes into theaters. And when everybody can be in theaters, not not this tenant move where it's three months into a pandemic and we're going to release a movie. Oh, yeah. And then uh, everyone's like uh, social distancing sitting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
um, half capacity of theaters. Um, <clears throat> but yes, I, I, I think this movie is fucking amazing. I, I, I sat there and watched it, and I think I regret not bringing like anybody. But the people yeah. that I went with, I think was just as impactful and as exciting to watch it with them as if I brought friends or I brought family. I definitely want to go back and be like, yo, all my brothers, we're going to go watch fucking uh, Top Gun Maverick. I told you too in Top Gun in our first review, uh, spoiler, um, shameless plug. I told you, I'm like, I think it's just as fun if you go watch this in a group like Jackass 4. Uh, you just want to take your bros or just a group of people because I think everyone would just have a fun time. Um, I will also say uh, I'm, I'm agreeing with you in the fact that I went alone, but I wasn't alone, brother. Uh, <laughs> like, cause everyone around me, it was just a son and dad, uh, mother and son, or like, you know, everyone's with their parents. And I just felt like I was part of the family. I mean, with my fat ass sitting alone, but I was a <laughs> family. Um, some, so little guys, uh, were just like, yeah, when the, when the opening credits rolled and, Especially, um, I don't know if your theater got the Tom Cruise opening message. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they okay. Did. Yeah, and then I I do like how Tom Cruise is like, uh, we made this movie for you. We made this movie for you. Yeah, and we're, we're yeah. glad that you're here. Yeah, and I'm like, like, what are you laughing at, motherfucker? But I'm excited to see you're on the screen. <laughs> I'm like, no, but I, I do like that because you just hear, like, oh, yeah, thank you, everyone, blah, blah, blah. Return to theaters, blah. But he's now he ends it, we made this movie for you. Yes, uh, and, and it does feel like that because everyone loved it, and I, um, I hear, I heard laughing, I heard snorting, I heard crying, uh, is all the emotions in the theater, and I went alone, but I heard all that, and I didn't feel alone because people mm-hmm. were, were doing all that stuff with me. There, there was a nice moment, and I think it was just everyone got swept up in the magic. Mm-hmm. I literally heard a person right after the movie had ended look up and go. Why is dad crying? <laughs> and the mom go, stop it. <laughs> I was just like, yes, because that is the what of this movie can do. He fucking brings a man back to his fucking teenage years in the 80s when he's watching fucking Top Gun, man. That's what and, this movie did. And to be honest, it didn't quite get there. But I think if in the right theater, this movie could get like an endgame reaction or something like that. I think so too. Just, my my theater like, kind of gave it an end game kind of reaction in certain moments. Yeah, just like yeah, like <laughs> people showing up or things happening, and um, I, we almost got that. We were a little bit there. Some people were a little shy, but uh, I mean, I did it. I I did it every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Especially that opening. I think everybody fucking yep. was just like the minute you hear it, that opening. Dan dan dan. Yeah, yeah. It just ah oh, man. If you guys don't fucking catch on, man, it, it does open with the classic uh, Danger Zone. Uh, Danger Zone. <laughs> yeah, we suck. And at it's just, it's this. just, it's the drums that gets me. Man. Everyone's doing their job, and you hear it. It fucking got everyone pumped to my goddamn theater. I swear to God. And yeah. like you. It- Fucking dads with their kids, older dads with their fucking middle aged sons and daughters, and all the family. This fucking movie brought families in, fucking more than I've ever seen a Christmas movie do. 
<laughs> fucking brought ages, generations of family into this fucking theater. My theater was packed. No, yeah. Uh, and then uh, I'm telling you, all three times I had bad seating. Well, I mean, in my, my opinion, probably the best thing, because I was right in center in the front. And I'm telling you, I felt like I was in an airplane and the jet planes with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, like my, my titty was jiggling. My seat was jiggling. Like, whoa, we're I, lifting off here. I walked away with fucking sweat marks, man. <laughs> under my armpits, under my tits, and all my rolls, man, around my neck. I fucking walked away, man, all uh-huh. sweating. This fucking movie is mm-hmm. that good, man. What is your yeah, uh, yeah. what uh, is your grade? But I, you I don't know. Oh, hello. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, my grade is an A. Is an A? Yep. Um, my grade would be an A plus. I think it was just that good. Yeah, uh, I would. And I'm a, I'm a little stickler because this movie wasn't perfect, but I think everything else overshadowed that. That's why we give it an A. Okay. Okay. Um, I do agree that this movie isn't all that perfect. Um, mm. But where it does kind of catch but, up and where it does kind of make up for it, I think is is a lot more than what, where it kind of lets it down. Uh-huh. No, yeah. And um, you don't even think about things until like after the movie, though. Like you're not looking at you're not like you're not watching this movie and you're like oh that's stupid like I never I didn't have the thought of like this movie is bad or like some parts were bad until after until mm-hmm. I, after I had the thoughts to collect myself and gather my thoughts right but uh, but watching through the movie I just had a fun time I didn't care what was happening hmm I mean I think like, if I, I don't know if for for, I think, for I think if anything I kind of caught it as the movie was going on. Mm. But but I didn't I didn't mind it. And I think that's why I'm giving it an A plus because I saw the downfalls, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna brush those aside, man. Brush it aside. For me, it's for me. This is how I explain it. This is a roller coaster ride because it did feel. I every time I went on it, I'm like, I want to go again. Mm-hmm. Let's get on it again. Um, but I, it's like those roller coasters. They're really good, but they do this like little slight turn that gives you kind of a little bit of a whiplash or hurt your nuts. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's a little bit of that. I like your I like your example. But, and then yeah, because you don't feel that pain until like after you got around. Oh man, that did kind of kick my nuts on. <laughs> oh, I think I did leave a nut back there. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't see the strap marks until like after you get home and take off your shirt. You don't see the fucking seatbelt rub marks, <laughs> the seatbelt burn. Yeah, just, after yeah, you know. just yeah, yeah. That's how I felt like. <laughs> um, okay, so you gave it an A. I'm giving it an A plus. We have basically blown this movie as much as we can. Um, I think it's time that we jump into some spoilers. What do you say? Oh, yeah. Let's jump into some spoilers. So if you haven't seen this movie, you need to go watch it before you continue on with us because we're going to spoil the crap out of this movie. If you don't care or you have seen it, good on you guys. We're gonna You're going to be right there with us. Um, but a spoiler warning is in effect... In three, two, one, we are in spoilers, so don't say we didn't warn Smoke in the air, smoke in the air, smoke, smoke in, the in the air. Smoke in the air, man. Fuck it, let's turn and burn, man. Let's turn and burn. Dude. <laughs> let's jump into Dude. it. Go ahead. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I, my brain just randomly keeps saying, smoke in the air, smoke in the air. Like, it's I'm a, just doing normal of- things. I'm just picking up. I'm picking up trash. Like smoking here, smoking here. Like it, it's a it's line just, that we didn't get in the first one, but makes so much sense. And I love it. 
Mm-hmm. It's such a fucking good line to be like, oh shit, a missile's coming. Let me know when there's smoke in the air. It's a fucking yeah. great line, though. Because when you hear it first, like smoke in the air, and it's like you don't think about it until you see the missile flying. Oh, smoke in the air. Okay. Yeah, they do, huh? They, they say it like randomly, and you're just like, what the fuck does that mean? And then you finally start putting two and two together, and then they confirm mm-hmm. it when, when they're finally like, let me know when there's smoke in the air. Oh, okay, yeah, when that missile's just, yeah. just going off on you. <laughs> um, but we'll jump to that ending later. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this fucking movie. Um, what? Fuck, man. Where do we start? First off, the first like five or ten minutes of this movie fucking mirrors the first one so well. And I think, if anything, I was very excited to see how much of this movie is basically the skeleton of what the first one is verbatim. Mm-hmm. Like to the point where you can maybe claim that it's plagiarizing the first one, but it does it in a way where it, it, it nostalgia baits you, but it doesn't give you the nostalgia of like pitfalls of, of what a movie can be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, it gives you the wink in the eye, but not in your face. It's not in your face. Yeah. Um, this movie, it, it, it somehow managed to, to, to tread a path for itself for all the new viewers and respectively, respectably, honor the people, the audience that came before, and I think yeah. it, it mirrors them together so so well. Uh, just Miles Teller almost exactly looking like Goose. Very much so. Very yeah, much and, so. And that's why I'm like, they even. That's why I thought the La La Land. I'm like, I think, oh, I see it now. He, just with the appearance, I see it now. But then he starts playing the music. And I'm like, oh, brother, I see it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going back to the beginning of this film, <laughs> yeah, uh, you just get the airplane porn again for, <laughs> from the first movie. Um, and it's just fun. It just gets you in the mood. Like, like the music plays. Um, if you're in Dolby IMAX, your, your seat's vibrating. Uh it's just a fun time right there. <laughs> hold on, man. Hold on. We're we're kind of losing you. Yeah, you're back. You're back. Sorry. We can hear you. We can All see right. you. I don't know what I said, but there you go. I, it was a lot of buzzing and clicking, man. But 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 we heard at least most of it. <laughs> you yeah. good? Uh, I was just gonna. Yeah, yeah. The the beginning is just great. That's it. <laughs> I feel so bad, man. The internet's not letting you talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. I didn't motion for this Zoom recording. <laughs> I'm sick. I was feeling a little sick, man. I didn't want to get you sick if it was contagious. Um, but yes, no, the yeah. the the you would have gotten sick and you would have complained. Um, I'm like Maverick. I don't die. <laughs> um. Let's talk about that that opening flight. Uh, uh, the the uh, the uh, what is it? Uh, fuck! What does he go? Mach ten. Uh, Mach ten. That Mach ten flight. What the fuck, man? That was such a good scene, man. It's just a, and it's like so exciting. And it's just a test flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you just hear like it's he's a test pilot. What happened to him being a fucking teacher? At teacher. Top uh, yeah, you think he's going to be like the best of the best of the best, sir? Yeah. Like, no, he's still a captain. He's still a captain, but that's about it. That's about it. And like everyone gives him so much shit for it because it was like, I told, captain, 30 years later, you're still a captain? I told you he peaked in, that, in Top Gun. <laughs> <It kinda> one. 
And he kind of even tells you too, like he's like, "Oh, I was a hero. I was an instructor at Top Gun, and I didn't last more than a month. <laughs> like <laughs> that was it. What a burnout! Yeah, and he, that's and the it, equivalent of dropping out of college. Very much so. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but no, I, I love. Just a, that, go ahead. No, I was gonna say just that beginning scene. Uh, <laughs> that Tom, uh, that uh, Maverick cockiness already just. Uh, oh, they're telling us we're going to get shut down. We still got time, though. Let's do it. <laughs> Just, but he's not here yet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Who were... Fuck. Yeah, I, I love that. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> I, I, I think it's it's such a great scene, especially with, like... You get the like you said. You get the cockiness of him, but but there's 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 something added to that scene that I was just like, okay, this is not just cocky, egotistical Maverick that we once left from the last movie. There's that one line that he gives, and I was just like, yes, I see the growth in this character. He goes, they they tell him, sir, do you realize what what this means for your career if if this fails? And he goes, I know what it means for everybody else in the room if I don't. And I was yeah. just like, okay, um, so, I, so so this is a this is a, a, a maverick who who still is cocky, he's still kind of egotistical, but that's just because you need to be in these situations. But he is a guy that has learned from his mistakes. He has learned the lessons a little uh, bit too much the hard way, and he's humbled by them. And that's what I love about this. I mean, maverick. if you think about it. If you think about it in the in the first movie, he he wasn't like looking out for himself either. He was more like looking out for others as well. Uh, I but I do um, in this one though, you do see yeah the matureness and how he does handle things a little bit differently. This is more still a matured Maverick. Uh, and he still has that uh, you don't have time to think, just do yeah. mentality. Yeah. Um, but I think what what's great about the first one is that yeah he he always says that you know I'm doing it for my my team when I'm up there my plane my crew come first he's always about that but he never he never takes that extra step to go I'm not going to do something in order to help the team like he, yeah, he, he um, has that kind of like. He takes two steps forward by saying he's going to do something and then one step back because he just got to be Maverick in the air. And and yeah, I think uh, this is the first time I've ever seen a, a Maverick that goes, I'm going to take two steps forward and only like a half step back because I'm really right there for my team. Um, I, What I've been trying to say is, yeah, one example is uh, in the first one when he, I think he's about to go against uh, Iceman and he buzzes the tower. Yeah. Yeah, that was unnecessary, but he still does it. He still does it. <laughs> uh, there's like no, there's really no uh, reason for doing that, and he still does it. And they, and he gets in trouble for that too. Yes, he does. Um, but yeah, this is a great example. He does push it still to the perfect point. Uh, he doesn't go ten. He goes ten point four. He goes ten. Or maxes out. Yes. And I, when when the fucking when the fucking ship blows up. Did everybody in your theaters gasp? Like, wait a minute, did he just die? Uh, in the last two, yes. First one, no one made a. Everyone's just like, huh? <laughs> uh, but yeah, everyone's like, wait, what? 
Falcon. This is Falcon. Maverick. What are you going to do without Maverick? I could have sworn that I was like, is this a ballsy move of showing us what the end is? And then, like, here's the the beginning, and this is all kind of leading up to this moment. I, mm-hmm. I thought it was that move, and I was like, this is ballsy of you guys to say that he <laughs> dies in the fucking first minute of this movie. Yeah, uh, but also, uh, even revolving back, just a simple funniness of uh, Maverick doing Maverick uh, is uh, the radio scene. Ah, th- ah yeah, yes. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, and I love uh, how much his team is ready on board to like commit to the the lie. Uh, that's our one of the issues we had. Uh, communication issues. We you know it's the curvature of the earth. He's some bullshit. <laughs> Has anybody gotten to some coffee? No. All right, we're gonna get back to this. <laughs> uh, guaranteed laugh in every screening. <laughs> it's so fucking good. The comedy in this movie is, I think, a little bit better than the first one. It, it knows when to hit it, and it yeah. knows when not to. I also do like it's not like a, a quick, quick quips. It's more like situational. Yeah. Uh, well, which we'll get to because uh, once the jet explodes, <laughs> you just see everything turned off. You're, you you don't hear from Maverick. It turns black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just you just see a burnout Maverick enter this diner in the middle of nowhere. I love when he's just like, where am I? Like, Earth. Earth. <laughs> it's honestly, it's a real fucking situation where it's like, this motherfucker looks like he just came from space. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's just, uh, you get those giggles throughout the, the scene. It's just because you just see him just like, went Mach 10.4. He just exploded out of the sky. and He's just walking in a diner like nothing, just... He doesn't say nothing. He said he just points to the waitress for the water, starts drinking the water. Where am I? <laughs> and it just giggles um, uh, throughout the whole theater. But I love how that sets up for the fact that he he's he's a he's he's a person that has he he's he's bouncing around through the military because of the fact that he's just he's insubordinate. He fucking's breaking the rules like crazy. Still, like he's still that kind of person that's just ready to break the rules first. Um, and I, and I like that about him. Like I honestly, I was kind of excited. I was wondering when I went into it, like, is he a, is he this like high ranking person now, and he just hasn't left Top Gun, or for some fucking reason he needs to come back and teach. At Top Gun. And I like the fact that this is kind of almost like a punishment for him. Not a punishment per se. Yeah, it's because because it, it, it's, it's very much like a... It feels like a punishment. But it, 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 there's still like more of like a, hey, this is the last resort. This, this, is, this is the last like place you can stay and like not get kicked out of the military. Um, and I love the, 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 like the heavy hand of like, oh, Iceman is doing this for you. Iceman is doing this for you. And it's like, when are we going to see Iceman? Which is such a fucking great scene. You still there, Hoover? I think I lost Hoover. Um, Hoover, you still there? Yep. All right, there you are. Um, I was talking about the the Iceman scene and how it was just such a good moment. Yeah. Uh, my notes for that scene is uh, 
uh, tearfulness. <laughs> uh, perfect scene. Roll credits. Just end the movie right there. Good. Oh, yes. Yes. It's such a fucking good scene. And I like that they kind of also, um, they kind of, they, they, they don't, not an excuse for why, you know, Val Kilmer is like, you know, not speaking. But it, it's still like, it, it, it honors the fact that, you know, they're going to give him what he can do. They're not going to ask for more of him than he can offer. And I like that they respect that. They really respect that. And I don't ever, it never really feels like, like Iceman is just like, here's just a small little moment with Iceman and we're out. Like, we got to get the fuck out of here. It, you, he, you feel his presence in, in throughout the first half of this movie. And, uh, and I like that about it. Yeah, I do like most of his acting is just through text or faces. Yeah. And like how you said, you do feel his presence. You, you never feel like he's not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, even through text is like, hey, what, would he have come? He's still kind of an asshole. Like he's still kind of mm-hmm. like a cocky asshole himself. Yeah. Uh, even <laughs> even at the um, end of I was, you know, let's just talk about that scene right now. We're already here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, let me see. Uh, it, it's just so emotional. Uh, you see Tom Cruise just acting his butt off, and then you see Iceman just can't talk much, but he just points at the screen. He's like, "Hey, man, <laughs> Mavericks is like, hey, man, I don't want to talk about work. I'm here for you. What you, what do you want? Simply just points at the screen. Talk about work. <laughs> just hilarious, hilarious. Uh." And uh, even just typing the just let it's time to let go. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Uh, the faces and everything. <laughs> even when he has that uh, moment where he does speak, you're just like, oh man, he, he, this is how much he means to him. That he's, you you get told that he it hurts for him to speak before he goes into the room, and he's willing to say a couple of words, fight through the pain in order to give his friend this it, this lesson. Go ahead. And it's almost mirroring r- real life, really, because it's almost mir- mirroring real life, really, because uh, Val Kilmer, we just learned in the first uh, Top Gun review, um, he can't even eat anymore. Nope. Uh, so it's almost mirroring. He can't talk in the movie, but he can't eat in real life. Uh, I'm, I can't imagine he can't talk either, I'm imagining. No, he, I've heard him try um, talking. It's very, it's it's way more raspier than, than what they showed in the movie. I think it's dubbed. It, it, there's a little dub, a little auto-tune. Yeah, yeah, no, it it is dub. Yeah, they had to remake his voice and everything. Oh wow. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, it just shows you the effort he's still giving. You know, like how you said, he's willing to send Tom Cruise, not off, but like he's willing to say goodbye to his franchise pretty much. And it almost felt like a goodbye to his acting career as well. Hmm. Oh man, you're um, gonna make me cry with especially that one. later on. No, I, yeah, I, I and didn't I didn't like that, man. Fuck. Especially, yeah, no, I did. I started tearing up in the third watch because that's when I found out everything, uh, and it just made everything more emotional. After like learning stuff and like learning everything, it just made everything more emotional in that last uh, screening I watched. Uh, and man, it just felt. And I started tearing up because he's not dead, dead yet, but no, in the movie, he, he dies. And so it just felt like it's just, uh, I don't know. It just felt really weird to see that because 
they mirror his sickness in real life to the movie. So it, it just felt weird. And, uh, but it, it felt like a perfect send off for Val Kilmer, uh, which has done a lot mm-hmm. for Hollywood or in Hollywood. And, uh, yeah, it, it just, got, man, that last scene just got like, sorry, mate, made me tear up, man. Oh man. I didn't even think of it like that, man. And you just got me going. Um, yeah, man, what a beautiful send off for Val Kilmer, especially like 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 you said, like he's done a lot, but but you ever think Val Kilmer, you're thinking you're most likely going to Iceman, you know, if not Iceman, you're probably thinking of right after Iceman, probably the fact that he had a bad Batman film, <laughs> and right after that, you're probably thinking of like Heat, maybe, you know. We just talked about another review, Tombstone, brother, Tombstone, and Tombstone, and Tombstone my bad. Tombstone, then probably Batman. Willow, then Heat. But like, like we said, there's probably just you, me, and like twenty other people excited for Willow. <laughs> Ten of them were probably in the fucking show. Um, but yeah, so, um, so like, I don't know. You just beautiful words of Hoover that you just said right now, man. Beautiful words. Can't can't top it. I think. Um, man. Uh, just to top off that emotional scene, though. Too is uh, who's the better pilot? Who's a better pilot? Let's not ruin this. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're right. He does the who's the better pilot. <laughs> Let's not ruin it with this. <laughs> it was a good moment. Yeah, Let's not ruin yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it also felt like it, that also made me tear up because I also felt like two friend, like two actor friends, like Tom. It wasn't. Maverick and Iceman, it also felt like Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. Like, hey, thanks for everything, brother. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it just said, uh, uh, it was it was just a great scene right there. It was a real fucking great scene, um, and it's and it's a nice little pivot moment and, to 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 the overarching story that's happening. That I think it's just it's so much. I think better. This is what I think is the best part about this movie that the first one really didn't have was that there's a there's an endpoint to to why they're you know they're they're going through um top gun i think the first one you see that you know the first one is all about getting through top gun graduating from top gun but you never really kind of get an idea of like what are the dangers out there you do fight the migs and that's about it these faceless who are these people migs you get one at the beginning you get a couple at the end and that's about it. This really shows you this is what happens after Top Gun. And and I like that. There's a designated air end to what this training is for. And that is what I think carries this movie so fucking well. How how did you like the overarching story? Um the overarching story, I think it was pretty good. It felt not as flimsy as the first one. Mm-hmm. Um I think for at least Maverick, and it, it makes sense that most of the, the focal point is Maverick and what he's going through and everything. Um, I did like that part of the movie. Um, you do see the thought processes of each character, or at least for Maverick. Uh, and then there's lines that motivate him to change and do what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh <laughs> I know that what hurts it for me is just like the everyone else around Maverick, like all the characters are just there to do one job, really. Uh, even um, 
his love interest right now. I think her name is Penny in the movie. It's Jennifer Collins. Yeah, Penny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Penny barely has a character. Like all I know is she's a bartender and she likes to sail. Yeah, I, I. My bad. I do like, however, they use Penny as a. Um, she was referenced in the first movie, and I do like that fact. Yep. There's two parts. I think one was uh, when uh, Maverick and Goose are about to get sent off to Top Gun. He's like, oh, you got in trouble for this and that. And then Admiral's daughter. And then Goose is like, oh, Penny. And then also. Yeah, Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 I'm, I'm fucking. Then, you're mind blowing me right now. Go ahead. And then also, I think they're in a diner. Um, and then uh, Meg Ryan is like, oh, yeah. Um, like that Admiral's daughter, Penny, or whatever. And then they also mentioned, so they mentioned it twice, but they never show her. But it's, I thought it was so smart that they wrote her into the film uh, for this. That's the only thing I like about that character. Also, she's she's dope, you know? She's not bad. She just does her job and kind of just kind of is like the voice of con- con- conscious? Conscious? Consciousness. Uh, yeah. For... for, the voice, for ma- the voice of reason for Maverick in this movie, which was Goose in the last movie, in my opinion. Uh, Good point. Good point. Yeah, he's, really he's like that, that. Uh, voice in your ear. I, I, I did, but not as it's not as influential as Goose because you know Goose is actual friend and he actually has a personality. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. so. Um. Yeah. No. I think if anything, the the love interest of the love part of this story, I, I think almost kind of feels a little a little tacked on, a little back second to third back seat um, for this movie, only because the first one did I think. Sure, there is a love story in there, but I think, like we said in the first one, um, um, it's it, it's woven in so well because it's like this is his higher up that he's technically having a relationship with. They can't really explicitly say that they're together because it's a dangerous. It's 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 fucking technically rule breaking, and and I think there's a crime to it all. So so. It it was that one kind of works really well of a like a forbidden fruit feel to it. This one feels more of a, a of a will they won't they childhood old crush old flame yeah and, and I think it it, it it hinders the movie a little too much. Um, then it actually helps in certain points. There is a great moment, and I thought it was going to play for some childish low hanging fruit laughs. But there's that one scene when when they finally decide, oh, we're gonna fuck. They fucked, and then he's like, "I gotta get out! I gotta get out of here before your daughter is." And she, he, the daughter comes home, and he has to escape through the window, and he drops down, and she's standing right there in front of the window. He just dropped from, and like everybody starts chuckling, everyone's ha ha, and then she just is like, "You better not break her heart." And, Snatched the fucking laughter right out of their goddamn yeah, mouth. Yeah, I didn't. I thought it was it was clever, but also so awkward. Because yeah, every, every time, same exactly how you played it out. Uh, everyone would laugh, and they were like, <laughs> almost like a ooh, like high school, like ooh, like. <laughs> and then just with the oh shit, <laughs> just, it, 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 you know what I think? Did did you did you like it? I did like it, but I also felt like. Everyone was having a fun time, and you just like took the rug out of their like I, I, under them. I think it, I think it kind. Of, I think I liked it to the point where I wasn't really feel. I mean, yes, the rug did feel like it got pulled out from under our feet, but I think it almost kind of 
makes I, I don't know like I feel like it's such like a like a move for Maverick to be like hey we fucked and now we're like you know deuces I'm out of here you know maybe I'll come back another one or two but then I'm out of here like I gotta I gotta I can't be tagged down like you know and just to kind of see her call him out like that before like he like officially takes off it's like damn man they're kind of calling out Maverick for like hey you better not fuck this one up like you did it before and I know as a child I know what you did to her and it was kind of just like you know what I respect that move like it was it was still good I liked it no, yeah, and that's why I like about it. But as a comedy standpoint, or like, it just felt a little awkward for me because of that reason. Mm. Um, um, I will say though, he left his motorcycle outside. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. So, wouldn't she already know? <laughs> that's what I also was thinking too. Wouldn't she already know? <laughs> I didn't catch that until like the second time. I think. Yeah, no. I'm I, like, wait, what? It doesn't make sense, but I'm like, it's it's just a fun time. It's a great scene. Let's just move over with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was another scene. They already killed the mood already, fun. man. I'm not gonna make it worse. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. We talked about him and Jennifer Colony. Um. Yeah. Let's talk about him and Miles Teller, which I think is the fucking bleeding heart of this damn movie. Yeah. Um. Miles Teller playing Rooster, aka the son of Goose. Um. I love the dynamic between the two of them. And he feels so much like, like Goose from the original. I'm, I keep calling him Goose. I should look up the guy's name. <laughs> Rooster. Uh, no, no, no. I, I mean Goose from, from the original. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's Thomas Edwards. No, um, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. There you go. Thank you. Um, Miles Teller just feels like Anthony Edwards' son through and through. Like the, It's just the way they dress, the... The, the mannerisms, his kind of lanky, kind of like he might not have been the cool guy in high school, but in college he was, you know, kind of feel like, like he yeah. kind of, he embodies that so fucking well. And to come yeah, you, in contact with Maverick, it's just such a delicious, go ahead. Yeah. You see that, um, I keep referring to like the La La Land scene. It's, it's pretty much him playing great balls of fire. Yeah. I was, I was wondering how they're going to incorporate that song. Cause that, that, Song is kind of like dated. I'm like, are they gonna sing it? Or are they just gonna play it on something? I don't know. No, he, uh, it's Miles Teller just playing the pianos, uh, gathering everyone, having a great time, and a great balls of fire. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm like, oh man, I could. That's like the La La, La, La Land scene mm-hmm. that I keep saying about. I keep um talking about. Um, but other than that, just that scene also too. Just uh, the, Tom Cruise having that uh. PTSD mm-hmm. of uh, uh, Goose. He's just remembering when Goose used to play that song and then remembering his death and what he's done now to Miles. Because mm-hmm. uh, that was his best friend. and he It's like an uncle to Rooster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, now they just have this uh, fractured relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and each scene, I will say each scene, you kind of do feel that discomfort in each scene between both of them, they don't both don't want to be in their same room. Um, and man, uh, and the awkwardness you could tell through the camera, and uh, I, I um, damn, I lost my train of thought. Go for it. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Um, yeah, no, like you, you feel the 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 awkwardness is palpable in every scene. Um, I, I think if anything, I, I think Miles Teller plays it so brilliantly, uh, perfectly balanced. I, I, I was thinking like, okay, 
I kind of already knew going into the movie who Miles Teller's Miles Teller's character is or who he's supposed to be. And I was like, you know what? They could this could go either two ways. One, it could feel a little bit like you know, it, it could be very heavy and like, hey, you killed my father, you're the reason why, blah 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 blah. But at the same time, it could also be a little too cheesy. It could be a little tropey of like, you know, I got to avenge my father and damn you for being what stops me. He manages to balance it out so well. And I like the fact that some of it, it's not even the fact that, you know, you killed my father, but more of the fact that you couldn't even let me live up to his legacy because you pulled my my papers from, from, from the flight crew. But while I was getting in. Like you stopped me an extra, you stalled me an extra four years of my career that I could have been using that to live up to my father's honor, to my father's memory. And that's what he's kind of also like tacking on to the sourness of their relationship. It's also that. And I think that's such a brilliant move because it makes his heavy, the heaviness of like, you're kind of responsible for my father's death a little bit more meaningful. Like, like it's like, you took away something from me, and then on the second on the second go around, you took something else from me. You know, you're kind of just in my way completely, and now here you are trying to tell tell me how to be my best pilot, and it works just so fucking well. It's just, it's ugh, chef's kiss of a story. Yeah, just attention. Uh, you see, Tom Cruise trying to be the overprotective father figure because mm-hmm. I it looks like he's lost his mom, he's lost his dad. He, uh, it doesn't look like he has a girlfriend or anything like that. So maybe he's he's almost like Maverick. Maybe yes, I was just putting that together, but you you stepped right into it, man. He's yeah. almost like Maverick at this point, um, except for safer uh, by the book. Maverick, he's more like Iceman at this point. <laughs> just I don't know. But even Iceman seemed a little bit more cockier and dangerous than than fucking oh, Rooster yeah. Flies, man. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, clearly, um, Hangman's the Iceman here, but uh, but. Um, yeah, he's just like Maverick right now, kind of like a loner. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, you do see the um, Tom uh, Maverick being the overprotective father figure. He says, "Because uh, uh, Rooster's like, it's about it's not about the plane, it's about the pilot." He's like, "Exactly, pretty much saying you're a shit pilot. Yeah, you're not ready for this mission. Uh, that's why. That's why." And then also, he has a reason why he pulls his papers, but he also said, he's "Like you're not ready." Yeah, to do everything. Like you got to trust me on this. He's like. But I'll, again, going back to the tension, uh, Rooster saying, "Oh, just like you, my my, just like my father trusted you." Like, ooh, just simple words, and you just feel the tension in the room mm-hmm. with those few words. Uh, I'm surprised. I don't know about you, but my all my theaters, I was the only one that went, "Oh shit!" <laughs> uh, when he part. said that line, when his, oh, just like when my father trusted you. Yeah. To me, that because that's like a, oh crap! Everyone, because in my mind, everyone gasped for the, um, don't break our heart moment. I was expecting that moment to also have a reaction. Yeah, but it didn't for some reason. I, I think I think my theater caught that. They 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 felt how heavy that line is. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise and Miles Teller did a great job. The only thing I don't like about Rooster is. He's so fun in the beginning, and <laughs> throughout the whole, rest of the movie, he's just like, nah, I don't. We should be safe and everything. 
He does kind of throw that little wet towel on, on, on some of the moments. And even at the end, he kind of is like, dude, what are you doing? He's trusting you, man. You got to live up to this. And you're falling behind when, when they're doing the trench run, basically. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> um, and he's like fucking way the fuck at the beginning still. And he hasn't really moved anywhere. Like, oh, man, just to see him still trying to play it safe. And I get it, too, because, again, he's a, he's around Maverick the whole time, which is pretty much the, I don't want to see you guy. Mm-hmm. So he's just thinking about Maverick. So, of course, he has no time for jokes. And it only makes sense. He kind of opens up until the very end when he is again with Maverick and he makes up with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that was my thing. But the only, also, I didn't like how Rooster, I wanted to see more Rooster as well. On about you, because everything is just like, oh, my father. I don't trust you, Maverick. But, I mean, in all honesty, I mean, aside from that, I don't know what else we can do with Rooster because we're, we're kind of, I mean, as much as we like Miles Teller in this character, there's not really more for him to do because this is a Maverick story. It is. And that's, that's, that's I have contrasting notes. I, I understand that this is Top Gun Maverick and it's Tom Cruise. But also what I liked about Top Gun is everyone kind of looked, everyone got kind of got a little shine mm-hmm. uh, in that one. And it fo- focused on the like the kind of the crew dynamic, and then this one, and it's not only the rooster part; it's pretty much like the whole team, like Payback, Bob, uh, Hangman. Like you, they barely get any screen time, or like we don't feel that connection. We get told through like scenes they they're bonded and everything, but we don't get that kind of feeling we get in Top Gun One, mm-hmm. in my opinion. No, I, I get that. I completely, especially when the 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 crew is is like a. I think it's like a f- ten or fifteen man team, like that they're they're training, and only like four of them are really being seen. And then like one of those four is not even really Rooster. It's like it's Bob Phoenix, um, Fanboy, uh, Hangman, and what was the other guy? Uh, what was the other guy that that flies with Fanboy at the end? Payback. 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 And then and there's we just- get a little bit of Coyote. You got a little bit of coyote, but then, but still, like, there's just there's so many other people. There's one guy's name is Yale or something like that. Yeah, Harvard and Yale. Harvard and Yale. So it's like there's 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 all these other people there, but that you just they just kind of gloss over and just kind of forget about. And then we kind of do get that in Top Gun, but I feel like I'm saying like you get more scenes like they're in the locker room, they're hanging out, Mm -hmm. they have the volleyball scene, (laughs) which. We'll come back to it, but I, I wanted to uh-huh. talk about the scene that they mirror in this one. Yeah, yeah, um, but that, that's my complaint about this movie is just they built around Tom. They have a great, they have a great cast, but all all of them kind of feel underdeveloped. Um, but again, it's a it's a Top Gun Maverick movie. It is only like about two hours. Yeah, I I don't know. For me, I think it's just so good. I want to see more of them. That's that's what my feeling was. I, I think there is a lo- much longer movie where you get so. all of that. You get a little bit of what's happening with the team when Maverick's not there. But like you said, I, I, I think what they decided to cut and what they decided to pick and choose to follow, I think fits the best story that they could have told. And I'm kind of happy with how much we got of each character, even though we didn't get a lot of those other characters. I'm, I'm still glad with, with what we have. Um. Uh, real quick, before we jump into the uh, into the the volleyball scene, or in this case, the football scene, um, 
you you said his name, Bob. What what did you think about Bob? What happened? I was saying that that, uh, that we were talking about. You mentioned the word the the guy Bob. What did you think about Bob? Uh I love Bob. Yeah, uh, you know, and a room full of eagle personalities and machismo and. I don't know what you call that, machismo. machismo. <laughs> just, uh, everyone's just, yeah, I don't know. Everyone's just uh, antennas up. I'm the best of the best here. You need a Bob. I, you know what? I, I saw that, I, his name, and then he's need, like, uh, it's Bob. That's it, Bob. And I was just like, what does that mean? Like, like, why is it just Bob? Like, he doesn't have a name? And then I was just like, you know what? It kind of works because of the fact that, like, most of these 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 call names, they're almost like superhero names. When you hear them, you know, Hangman, Maverick, Goose, Rooster, it almost feels like, oh, none of these guys are going to get hurt, man. They got their superhero names on. But then there's just Bob. He's the fucking humanity of this entire movie. No, yeah, and then you keep in mind that most of these names are kind of like they're making fun of the person mm-hmm. for some reason. Uh, they probably just saw Bob as boring. Like, no, that's it. That's your net. That's your calm sign. <laughs> just a shorter name for Robert. <laughs> yeah. That's simple. Yeah. Like lose you Hoover. You there Hoover? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I just I, I wanted to talk about that real quick with just Bob. I, I, I love the fact that, that he was just it was just such a random person that I was just like and he he, he holds on he, he carries his own in the movie. And I and I didn't really think that he was going to be that much of a of a team player. I thought he was gonna be more of like a um I think he was gonna be more of a of a kind of side joke to the entire movie, not not so much of a of a main character. But he hangs in there to the end. Um one thing I wanted to talk about was was the 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 beach scene. Yeah, I I I appreciated that they gave us that interpretation. What I think is a home run for them is there's a moment when 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 the lieutenant or what is he a captain another captain vice um, admiral vice admiral um um I forget uh Cyclone. John Ham John Ham. He comes to the beach and he's just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's just like, You're "Playing fucking football. Like, what do you what do you want me to do? Why?" He's like, "You want a team? There's your team." And I just it fucking clicked in my head, and I was just like, "That's what I think the the other scene was missing. <laughs> like, someone to explain that. Like, why they're, they're not playing volleyball? Just, why they're playing volleyball? They're not just out here fucking around, looking sexy, kind of homoerotic style." It's they're becoming a team, and that's what's most important. And, and I was just like, it, I love that they swung it back around because they almost set it up the same way. A lot of like posing, the music is playing, everyone's kind of dancing on each other, everyone's kind of bumping butts, you know. And it's just like it, it's like you're one really weird like almost gay joke away from feeling like the original one. But then they back up and they go, okay, this is what it's for. And, and I was just like, yes, explain that, please. Thank you. No, yeah, and I do like that explanation because it, it didn't feel as random as the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, and at a perfect lead-up, it's John Hamm just walking, hey, where is everyone? Yeah. <laughs> just 
there's no like just cutscene. They're playing volleyball. Um, and also comparing to the volleyball team because they're going head to head. Uh, they're playing. Um, what's it called? Is it flag football? Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's just um, uh, dog fighting football. Um, there you go. Offense and defense at the same time. And I like that because he's like, that's team building instead of volleyball going, putting two people or two teams against each other, pitting your team against each other mm-hmm. instead of having teamwork. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you know what I mean? A much <laughs> larger team versus a much larger team than having just two head to head dick shows, basically. Well, no, I'm saying because um, they have to work together instead of going head to head, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you're still going head to head, but it's more team building than correct. I gotta beat, I gotta beat the shit out of you. Just the one person, yeah, yeah. And, and I liked it. And also, go ahead. Yeah, and it does show you because he's even like, who's winning? I think he stopped keeping score. <laughs> that's that's a, when I don't know. That means that competitiveness is out of the way. That just means they're just having fun. Yeah. For me, I would never not stop keeping keeping score because I feel like there's no point to that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I man, it's such a good fucking scene. It it, it, yeah. it brings relevance and it brings like weight to what we saw in the first one. I will and, also and with, say, with that mentality too of just just going head to head. I think I like the first scene too. Still, mm-hmm. with that extra uh, tagged on thought. Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I keep I keep running over. No, you're going. It's just zoom. Uh, I keep thinking you're done and. Oh. Uh, no, I was gonna say Miles Teller <clears throat> got me hot and heavy, man. I, am I not the only one that's still fucking seeing him do his little shimmy when he fucking catches yeah, the his ball? Little, his, his little, little shimmy. Yeah. Everybody thinks the shimmy, man. His ass are glistening as fuck, man. Ooh. And then and he and got then his he little had, mustache. Mm-hmm. And then he had uh, what I liked about that scene that, that um, that's pure goose right there, man. It is. It is. It's very much. It's very much goose. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, Goose had his father had a tank top, but yeah, still good, still good, man, still good. You know, there was some abs under that tank top. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I think, oh, man, this fucking movie's good. Um, one thing I love that <laughs> that kind of just tells you a little bit more about um, what the 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 death of Goose is on on uh, it's it what the weight of death Goose what the weight of Goose's death is still on Maverick. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that one line, there, there's a couple of lines, um, when they're trying to make the trench run and they're going after it for the first time and it, it, it clips in and out of him explaining what it is and then them trying it. And then it kind of cuts real quick to the end. Every single time they fail in like the little clip show of, of everyone trying whenever they failed, it came back to him and goes, why did he die? And she's just like, well, you know, I mean, we tried doing this. No, give me an explanation that you would give to their family when he's dead. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, he's still living with that kind of weight that he didn't have a really good explanation. And he does it for every person. Why did he die? Don't tell me. Tell his family after he's dead. Tell him. I want to hear your explanation of why he's dead. And he brings so much heaviness on them. And it's like, it's in a fucking, no pun intended, Mission Impossible. But (laughs) But he's fucking still like, it's like, there's some weight in what we do. It's not just all showy fucking ego, you know, chasing best pilot out there. There's some weight to what we do. And no one thinks of it until they lose someone. No. No, yeah. Um 
And um, I had a similar feeling, but it wasn't that scene. I kind of got that, but I got a, I think, a scene before that um, when um, Cyclone is exp- explaining to Maverick, oh, this is the mission and this is what we got to do. Uh, and also, and they got to make it home. Yes. And make it home, sir. Uh, and then you see, he says it twice, but the second time you kind of see him like he has to gather himself to say, sir. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. uh, that, because that, um, he never wants to feel that Gooseman feeling again. Yeah, not to himself, not to anyone. He wants to, and even in the beginning when he's like, "Oh yeah, I see. It would be easy if we get the stealth jet, but you know the GPS is out, whatever." Uh, and he's thinking about it and everything, like how it's gonna go. And he's like, "Someone's gonna die." Yes, someone's not gonna. Die. Hold on, Hoover. We're we're losing you a little bit. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're there with you, man. Sorry. Like the GPS, man. You cut, like the GPS, man. You cut out a little bit. Go ahead. Finish your thoughts. No, yeah. Um, I don't know where I left off. We caught it when when you was talking about how the GPS were to cut out, so you need someone to fly in there, and he's realizing what what uh oh, what that yeah means. yeah yeah. No, yeah, and what that means is like uh, we're gonna have to lose someone. Mm-hmm. We're losing someone. Someone's not going to make it back. And you see from that line, even before that, going back to the beginning, he just has all goose pictures in his locker. Mm -hmm. So you see the weight of goose's death is like, I don't want this to happen to me myself again or anyone again. He's trying to avoid that. I think that's why he goes to test piling because he, the only one he's sacrificing is himself. You can't really injure anyone else doing that. I would think. Good point. Good point. I didn't yeah. even think of that. I, I thought he was just like, this is like the last moment of like where I can still hang on to my license, my 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 wings before, you know, they kick me out for good. I thought and, that's where he was just like bumped down to. No, he's probably maybe doing that purposely. And probably why he never wants to go above captain. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't deserve to be promoted. Either that or he doesn't want to be the person to send people out on to their death. That too. Damn, man. That's some fucking character thought that I didn't even put together. Yeah, God that's, damn, it, this movie's good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a, it feels deep, but then there's some parts that don't make it as deep. Mm-hmm. But it still has depth. It's still good. It's still good. It's still fucking good. Um, man. Okay, let's let's talk a little bit about this, end before we before we jump out of here. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. They make the trench run. I keep calling it the trench run because it's basically Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's basically Star Wars. Um, they make the trench run, and 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 they they have to do basically a dogfight. They're 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 doing your smoke. Uh, tell me when smoke is in the air. Smoke in the air. Smoke in the air. Smoke in the air. They're they're dropping those lines like crazy because it's because these these uh, what is it fifth gens. I don't. I don't even know what that means. I just was like fifth gen. All right, I'm here for it. I don't know what it means. It's a pot. Fifth generation. I know, but I don't know what it is. A fifth gen what? Jet. It's the fifth generation of that version. I know, but what is the jet? I don't know the jet. Like, it's a PS5. A PS5. I think technically I'm fifth gen, man. What was that? Yeah. A fifth gen of fucking phone? I don't know. You could be talking about anything. Fifth gen Colazo. <laughs> That's fifth gen right there. Um, Sleeker. Darker. <laughs> Moves faster. <laughs> it looks like an F-18. 
version. I don't know. I don't. I don't I'm, know. I'm, we're not. We're not good with things like that, guys. We're not uh, rocket scientists. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so you you know you got the the big fight out, the dog fight, and and we get the moment where we're fuck, man. We think we're gonna lose goose. Uh, goose. We're gonna lose Maverick. rooster. And and Maverick swings back around. And he's not gonna let another man die on his watch. And he releases his bombs, gets shot out of the air himself. Did you think he was gonna die? Yeah, at that moment, yes, because uh, um, you, you're just hearing. But then they're making it too a little too obvious. They're like, "I don't see a parachute. Where did he go?" And I'm like, "All right." I mean, it would be a perfect send off because I don't. Maybe they are because I think this movie is very gonna break the box office. But I don't think it would go into a sequel, and it just would also be a perfect send off because everything feels like a send off. I mean, they kill off Iceman, Goose is not here. Why would they keep on Maverick? Uh, so I did, I did think he would die, and it, it was just going to cut to Maverick's funeral scene, and I don't know what. But, but mm-hmm. it also, it would feel also abrupt if they did that. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, at that point. I thought maybe he he was gonna die. I think if anything, I was prepared. I I think I prepared myself a little too quickly for like, okay, Maverick's loot gone at the end of this movie, and when it finally happened, that scene where he gets shot down, I was like, all right, I I, I justified that reason way before I I knew it was coming. I'm good. I'm ready to accept it. Let's move on. And then the movie continues, and I was just like, where did they go from here? Like, I mean, he he got shot down. They're going to do their funeral scene for him. And that's about it. Like, okay, whatever. And then the swing around to come back and you find out that he's still alive. And then Miles Teller comes back for him and he gets shot down. Then this whole movie plays into almost like, I thought it was just like, wait, these pilots could fight on the ground? <laughs> like, what the fuck? It almost felt like it turned into a whole new movie for me. Yeah. Um, but I loved it, man. I, I I love that that ending of just seeing them both now on the ground, trying to figure out how they're going to get back into the air, and back to base. And, yeah, yeah. And, and go ahead. And I do like go for it. No, no, no. Go no, ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no. Okay. Um. So I do like <laughs> they both. Maverick sees uh, uh rooster get shot down and but save him, and then again you get that Mission Impossible run in the Top Gun movie. Starts sprinting towards the parachute, and I do like he's like, Hey, I'm okay, yeah, I'm pretty good. Just shoves into the ground. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Just, it is so hilarious, and then a guaranteed laugh. It was just so serious, though. Like, I save you, that's how it works. It's like almost breaking the fourth wall because it feels like. No, this is how Maverick's supposed to be gets sent off. He sacrifices himself. He redeems himself. He couldn't save Goose. He saves Goose's son. <laughs> this is how it's supposed to end. Yeah. Then no, they're both alive. And it's just, what were you thinking? You're like, well, you told me not to think. What the fuck? <laughs> it it kind of carried that weight of, uh, remember in the beginning of, uh, of The Incredibles? When they're doing the whole lawsuit moment, yeah. and he's just like, "How dare you? I saved your life." He's like, "You didn't save my life. You ruined my death. That's what you did." <laughs> That's how I felt. I was like, "It's yeah. such a weird <laughs> meta commentary." Like, "You ruined my death, then." <laughs> like, 
But it, it turns this movie into something else where, like, I felt like it was almost like a Mission Impossible, like a little sneaky Mission Impossible movie now because they're on the ground. They got to figure out how to get into a different plane, get back home, and and they find one. They find the old fucking fighter jet that, that he flew back in the first one. Yeah, and uh, the F-14, and it felt like uh, another character. There was Goose, Maverick, Iceman, the F-14. F-14. <laughs> And and they have uh, that moment where they roll it out and it's that top view of it. Uh I heard someone just go, nice. <laughs> like no. I heard someone yeah. honestly go, nice. <laughs> okay, I don't get it because everyone's like, oh, F14, a classic. Oh, yeah, together with Tomcat. And then everyone in the YouTube comments is just a beautiful jet, beautiful plane, blah, 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 blah. Like everyone loved it so much and it felt like <laughs> it felt like Endgame when Spider-Man came swinging into the circle and it's like and the music plays, it was almost that dramatic of a, a reveal. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's like, it's like, it's like a piece of like, like American Icona, you know, like it's just, it's, it's, it's like, it's like classic as a Mustang, you know, you got the uh, American pie, the American flag and the F-14. That's what it is, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Um, there's a couple people, um, they just like looking at it and you just hear a couple of people like, yes, just start clapping. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. They're gonna get out of here. But no, some people see it as like another character. Yeah. Uh the Spider-Man's coming into the universe. That's what it felt like. <laughs> oh man, that, that was um, such a great moment. And then fucking and, see them take off on it, man. Yes. Tiny uh, little runway. He's gonna make it work. He's gonna make it. That's a taxi drive. That's even half of half a taxi drive, man. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I like it. I don't know what it means, man. It's like smoke in the, uh, smoke in the sky. Smoke in the air. Smoke in smoke the, the air. air. I, it just, I had to accept I knew what it meant, man, for the scene to move uh, on. I had to accept it. Uh, no, I love that scene. And then just, it still makes it comical, even though it's there's tension. Uh, we got we got two bogeys. <laughs> or two, I don't know what they are, bandits. Just smile and wave. Yeah, smile and wave. And they, they're literally <laughs> smile and wave. They got that Madagascar penguins move. Yeah, and then they're like, "Hey, what are they saying?" I don't know. I've never seen that. You seen that? No, I don't know. I haven't seen that either. <laughs> I, haven't seen that. I haven't seen that sign either. Just keep smiling, waving. You hear him smiling, just talking through his teeth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, and then I know we're brushing over it, but it's just too intense for these scenes that you just we us talking about it won't do it justice. No, man. Uh, the the trench run, like you said. Uh, the coughing corner uh, moment, uh, the missiles exploding, the SAM missiles just exploding. Then you got these two bandits here. I want to say they are. Um, They're the fifth gens. Yeah, and you get that. You get that tension. It's like, and then, but you also get that rooster and maverick feel. It's like, hey man, yeah, hey man, just don't, don't think, just do. Yeah. What what would you do? You would go after them if I wasn't. But he's like, but you are here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Ah oh, man, that's. Such a and then you just get an excellent scene. Very, uh, <laughs> very just very exhilarating. Like my my blood pressure, I could feel it tightening up. Like I could feel everything. In my I was just I was I was feeling that too. I was I was all fucking turned stomach and like I was just like fuck that someone's gonna die here, man. I'm not ready for it. Yeah, even when they're dodging missiles and everything, I'm like, oh, this is it. This is gonna, they're gonna die, and then they're like, no, they barely dodge it. 
and it just kept doing that. And I'm like, by the end of the everything, I'm just like, oh, I can feel them when they're like finally get to breathe. I get to breathe as well. <laughs> and when they land, I'm like, oh, like the tension in my body has never felt like that before. Yeah. Uh, I need panic attacks. <laughs> and, and there's that one scene where he's like, you see that lever above your head? That's the pullout system. That's gonna. That's gonna. Uh, like, uh, what is it? The 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 escape ejection. ejection seats. You know, it's like that's gonna that you pull that as hard as you can, and that gets us out. And then you're just like you already feel it. You're just like fuck. He, I, I see what they're doing. They're setting us up with another goose maverick scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not ready for this, man. And 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 when he finally calls him, he's like, pull this, pull the lever, and he pulls it, and it doesn't eject. work. I was just eject. Like, they're both not getting out. I guess. They're both gonna just die. Okay, I'm ready for it. But fucking last minute, man. Fucking last minute. Hangman comes in, man. He saves his wingman because that's what he's known for. Just leaving his hang, uh, wingman to hang. Uh, he's gonna make no sense right now, huh? You said he rescues him like like he usually does because he always leaves his man hanging. No, no, I, I'm sorry if I if that didn't come out clear. <laughs> hangman comes in to save the day, but he's known for for leaving his wingman hanging. There you go. Hence his name. I didn't hear his butt. No, I don't think I threw a butt. I think I was. Too I excited. want some butts. <laughs> First movie reference. I know. I, I uh, got to just, just right, want some butts. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it's just so emotional. It was. Oh man, just talking about it right now, my I, I can feel it. I'm just tense, ten, tensing up. There you go. Uh, I think that one scene that got me, man, is it, when they finally get back and um, he tells them he he finally because there's a moment right before they're about to take off for the mission, and he's like, "Tell me yeah. when we get back." You know, we're yeah, gonna, we're gonna make it back. And, and that, that's not, that was for me. That was a for sure. I'm like, oh, Maverick's gonna die. One of them's not coming back, and you know it's Maverick. Yeah. Um, but they finally do make it back, and he tells him he's just like, he comes up to him, he goes like, uh, what does he call him, uh, Captain Mitchell? He's like Captain Mitchell, mm-hmm. and like he just comes in for the hug. He goes, "Thank you for saving me." He goes, "Would have been it's what my dad would have done." Dude, dude, when he says when he says that line, oh man, I was just like. <sighs> I felt like I felt, all my manliness left. I my I I had a fake you like yawn, so I have a reason to do like that eye cleaning up thing move. There was there was a hefty homie that was sitting right next to me. He had he straight up he had the American flag on his shirt, and I saw him wipe a tear away from that moment. I was like you and me both, brother. You and me both, man. You want to lean on me? We'll cry together. I was ah oh, like you could just feel the tension, and everyone's like. Hold it back. Hold it back. I can't do it. I'm just going to let it go. That yeah. scene got it. I think everybody they got everybody. Uh, I will say, for me, at least Iceman in the first movie, I felt I had a clearer motive to change up. You know, and start, stop going against Maverick. He just teams up with Maverick. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel that with Hangman and Rooster. I just felt like after the football scene, like, oh, yeah, we're all cool now. Yeah, and, and I mean, I don't even think it's like more of like um, yeah, I, I don't know, because he does also kind of give that weird like send off to him where he's just like, give him hell. Where yeah. do I? Where do I exit? Oh, left. Okay, 
out of here. Like, like he just walks off screen. I was like, that was it. <laughs> no high five, no anything. Just give him hell. All right. <laughs> yeah, but even before that, there was nothing to develop that move. Because even before that, he's like, oh, it, oh, I see the tension here. It's because he killed your dad. Oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you suck as a pilot, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, no, there's there's really nothing there. And then when he finally comes back, he's just like, they, I don't even think they say anything to each other, right? Yeah, I think they just shake hands. Oh, no. Um, he's like, I guess you got another kill, huh? And then, That's right. um, yeah, like, oh, well, Maverick has five. He's an ace. He's an ace. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but right. I don't know what that means. Too, but it's like, <laughs> all right, thank you, thank you for saying that, clearing that that up for me. Yeah, yeah, and it, um, of course, we get the handshake picture. We made it back to from the mission. Yeah, uh, just redoing the Iceman Maverick scene. Yeah, yeah, but it, this one felt more emotional too because it's like we had this whole movie is like, oh, I hate you. I don't want to hate like. I, I don't want to send you to this mission to die. And you finally get the, all right, we're even, we're good. We're like, you're pretty much my uncle again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your family again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, we get that. Uh, oh, we're going to fly on the airplane with Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. Which I mean, I kind of, I, I don't know how I feel about the end end of this movie. Like I, I like the whole, like, he flies off into the distance, into the sunset. But it was just like, I don't know. They, 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 I guess because of the whole love scene, the love aspect of this movie is just a little underdeveloped. That it's just like, it almost kind of feels like, wait, do we, do we forget to film that they have to be together at the end? And like, they kind of just use it in like weird, like silent, like just moments. You know? I want to say maybe I'm looking back at it. Maybe it's kind of, kind of COVID related. Could be, Could oh, be. but also I, I be, I'm at first watch. I'm like, all right, this is kind of stupid. Cause we didn't really, again, we don't really, as much as I love Jennifer Connelly, mm-hmm. we don't get much of her character. And then we get this scene. Uh, but I saw it as a send off maybe to the franchise. And even then just to this whole top gun duology here, mm-hmm. franchise, if whatever you want to call it, uh, to Iceman, to Goose, to uh, Maverick. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get another one. I don't think so. I, I don't so, think Yeah, and then, so I said, I saw, it, oh, it's not um, Maverick and Penny driving off, um, flying onto the sunset. It's this whole franchise and everyone with them mm-hmm. flying off into um, sunset. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I kind of felt that too. Yeah, and it was just an end of an era, I felt. <laughs> Because if you think about it, too, Tom Cruise out of like the eighties and nineties, he's like the only one left. <laughs> he really is. He kind of he's is. outlived he's, them all, or my not poor choice of words, but he's uh, outdone them all, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he. I mean, from the eighties area, like, I mean, he's still the last, I think, big movie star. Yeah, because he had Bruce Willis, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Mel Gibson. I guess Mel Gibson's still there, but uh, like all those action stars, and he's still the one making movies and making bangers. Although he does have his usual flops like the mummy, but, but I mean, it's like what looking back, when was the last movie that Tom Cruise did? That was a little bit of sour. The mummy. Maybe Jack Reacher too. That was before the mummy. I think I'm saying, but yeah, but my point is, you know, it's so far back and like for every mummy, he gives us fucking top gun Maverick and mission impossible. 
seven all in one fucking year. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just like I, I think his his sours outweigh the good. Uh, I mean, the other way around, his goods outweigh the sour. No, yeah, and then, um, that, to me, that's what I felt like. It was just an era send off to this franchise and everyone with them. And yeah, um, uh, I guess I have some miscellaneous notes. Yeah, hit them. Um, shit, it's Maverick. What? Okay, so they're doing they're okay. My bad. Uh, they're doing exercises. I think um, Mavericks. I think they're trying to do the trench run simulation. Okay. And Maverick's trying to um, trying to throw a wrench in the exercise. He's like, "Oh man, you've been spotted." You don't remember this? I think I remember this. It's, it's right. Be, it's right before when um, uh, Bob and Phoenix go down with from the bird shot. Right. Uh, payback right, first goes out. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's right before that scene. I think she's like, "Oh shit, it's Maverick." That is a reference to "Oh shit, it's Viper." It's what <laughs> in the first movie. Oh shit! It's Viper from the first movie. It is. It is yeah. a moment. Um, also, Coyote looks like Gambino with the helmet <laughs> on. Yeah, like bit, uh, yeah, Community Gambino. Yeah. Um, a Hangman. Oh, Hangman de- is denied permission to help. I'm like Maverick would have just done it. <laughs> just. Yeah, he would have. Um, also, um, I didn't notice until the last one, but uh, when Mavericks make, they're done with the mission. They're they're trying to land because they have no landing gear. The last thing he does is buzz the tower, which he does in the first film. I caught that too. I caught that too. Yeah. Everybody did. I think they kind of was like, ah, motherfucker. Buzz I the didn't tower. catch that until the last one. I don't know why. I think it was just me. Like, oh, I finally get to relax with that tense. Pretty much like two action scenes back to back. There's like a little break off because they crash, but you get the trench run and then you get the escape. Yeah. Um, and, and what I think what's great about that scene too is that like I mean I don't know if everybody was going to notice it, but there is a great moment where like John Hamm plays it out. Like right after they buzz it, he's just kind of like he's still in the shaking of it all, and he's just like yeah, motherfucker, kind of like has like a face on him. Yeah. Also, uh, one thing I don't know about you, but did. Maverick get dumber in this movie or he's, or you think he's as smart or as dumb in the first one? Cause why? Okay. There's two scenes. One is, uh, or he's just kind of like simple minded. Uh, he's like, Oh, um, so does this mean I have to ask your permission to lower the hard deck? Yeah. Especially that he just places the, <laughs> um, what is that? Oh, it's permission to lower the hard deck, sir, for exercises. <laughs> No. It was just, I, I don't know. And, but then the other one move. the other um, thing was uh, the rhetorical question moment. <laughs> He's like, what am I going to do? Do I send off these students and hope for the best? Or do I make you my team leader and risk my career? And Tom uh, Mavericks is like, oh, oh, sir. And then the other guy's like, I think that's a rhetorical question. No, I, th- I think it kind of plays into just, who Maverick is. I think if anything, I think Maverick himself kind of sometimes still sees himself as like this cocky low on the totem pole, having to still scrap and fight for his, his, the reasons why he did something. And now that he has the power to actually kind of back up some of the things he does, he's still kind of ready to fight first and, you know, fight his way for the reason why. And it's like, dude, you, you got the power. You don't have to go so hard. You know? Oh, so you think he's just trying to, since he's still a captain, he still has to uh, give a reason why he does stuff? Yeah. Because to me, I felt like, why do you, 
I feel like they're dumbing him down or something. I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think I felt that. I got. Way. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I or maybe I'm picking the wrong choice of words here. Uh, but that's what I felt like because also after the permission to lower the hard deck, the other again I keep forgetting his name, but he's like, uh, it's called. Uh, what does he say? I think he tells him you got to pick your timings wisely or something. Yeah, like that. go and so because yeah, that was poor timing. That like, but, but I f- I feel like that's also something from from like the first one too. Doesn't he do something like that? Uh, kind of. I mean, he he tells Charlie uh, she's wrong and everything like that. But I, I could have sworn that he does something to um, Viper, to, not to Viper, um, to his original captain that he or the, the original um, commander that he was under. Oh, he well, he kind of goes back for uh, Merlin and I'm forgetting his name right now. That for the guy that actually first and yeah, that was supposed to go to Top Gun. Yeah, I forget, I forget what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I could have sworn that he does something like that, where like he's just like. Uh, what are they, they? They kind of tell him like something like, "Don't do this unless you ask for it." Can I ask for it? What? Like kind of like a. <laughs> I, I could have sworn that he doesn't move like that in the first one, but I, I don't know. I Maybe feel like he, that's just cocky him. I don't know. I didn't read cockiness. I felt more like, uh like troubled child. Like, um, can I speak, sir? <laughs> I, I think if anything, I took it like as- he if like. Like he broke a lamp, and he's just like, "Oh, sorry about that." Uh, can I get a cookie? Just, I think if anything, it, it shows that he's at least one step ahead of them. That he knows the logistics that he has to kind of jump through. Or maybe he fucked up and he knows, like, all right, well, if I'm gonna ask, it should be right now. Not even that. I, I think if if anything, he can keep. Like I said, I think he knows the all the logistics of like you have to file a complete like form. You're not just some cocky asshole who's gonna go through the hard deck and just not get fucking reprimanded for. Because you're just some cocky asshole that that's still learning. You are someone of importance that has to go through the red tape. And I think he kind of knows that already. And so he's just like, we don't have time. I got three weeks to tell these teach these kids how to fly this low. I'm going to lower the hard deck. You can't lower it unless I say, unless you file like, a, like an official report. There's my yeah. official report. Can I lower the hard <laughs> deck now? Like, you know, it's just kind of like, all right, fuck. All right, fine. You know? Um, yeah, also, uh, another line is, um, I could go as low as you, sir, uh, when Rooster and Spiring out. I'm like, that's. I think that was just more foreshadowing. He's going to follow Maverick's footsteps and disobey orders and mm-hmm. do what is right, like how Maverick has done before. He's he's disobeyed orders to save someone. Yeah. Uh, and that's what Goose, I mean, uh, Rooster does yeah. at the end. Um, after that, uh, I just found it awkward <laughs> that... Uh, the Iceman scene when he gets the visit from when he goes visits Iceman is followed by the beach scene. <laughs> just, we get this emotional scene and then we just get this very fun scene. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, and there's more notes, but I I think we're done. Um, yeah, no, man, there's so much more to this movie that we can break I, down. But I, I mean, unless I, they want to hear us try to explain. Remember when they were flying, and then that one other one <laughs> yeah, where they started flying, <laughs> like. No, um, this I is a very say, though, visual movie, you know. Um, we haven't done a question in a while. Um, I would say, what would your be your call sign? Ooh, I should have asked you before, so you had time. I, to so think, I had but, time to think. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go off the. You want to give you? Okay, go for it. I'm gonna go off the cuff. I, you know what? How about this? Let's give each other because you don't fucking make your own. What's the guy? We learned that right. That away. is true. Um, I already had. 
All right, you, you give me mine. I already had a couple of mine, but yeah, go for it. Um, All right. Twinkie. Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going to give you? I'm going to give you foot long. Oh, no. So I'm going to give you foot long. And when everyone's like, is that a penis jug? Yes. But then I'm, it's really because I'm always, ca- whenever I come over to record, you're always like, Eating some Subway real quick before you're about to record. <laughs> we'll call you Are you more Subway, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Starbucks. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to give you fucking, uh, what is it? Uh, your, 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 your tea that you always get. <laughs> green tea lemonade? Your green tea lemonade. Green tea lemonade. Green tea. Oh, green tea? Hey. Uh, what is it? I call what it, is it? Hot foam or something? No, cold foam. And cold I don't foam. get that. I only got it like once. Mm. Uh, you can call me cheese Danish. <laughs> That's what I usually get. Cheese uh, Danish. I'll, I'll probably call it hot coffee. I don't know. Ooh, I like that better. I'm going to give you yeah, hot yeah. coffee. You know what? You, you you made your own. Damn. I guess you can't make your own. Uh, no, I was if I was going to call myself a caveman because I usually look like a caveman or a bum because I usually look like a bum. <laughs> Sometimes, man, when your hair is all fully grown out, I can see caveman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like foot Or beard. Man. I was going to try to do something with the beard. I just couldn't think of anything. Harry. Grizzly Adams. Bigfoot. There you go. Sasquatch. Grizzly Adams. Grizzly. Oh, there you go. Either way. There you go. Grizzle. There you go. Pepperoni <laughs> nipples. <laughs> uh, we'll shoot that question in the bottom in our description so that way everyone yeah. can find that. What, what would you want to give your own? Uh, call sign. I, I want them to find out. Yeah. Um, with that said, do you think we should close this episode out? Uh, yeah, we should have done it twenty minutes. <laughs> let's 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 land this plane if we if you could say. Yeah, because um, they're smoking the fire, smoking the fire, smoking I mean, the smoking air, smoking the air, smoking, smoking the, air. the air, man. Let's land this plane. All yeah. right. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. It's been a real pleasure. If you like what you heard, um, please consider telling a friend. It really helps us grow and get more known by other listeners such as yourselves. And if you want to follow us on our social medias, you can on Twitter and Instagram at cinema underscore buns. That's Z with the last letter of the alphabet. With that, I'm Jonah Colazzo. My name is Hoover Ramirez. And this has been another episode of Cinema Buns for this week. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Gracious, great balls of fire. Great, great balls of fire. Kisses the